Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. do i always do this it's always perfect timing hello everybody welcome in to the 100 and i want to say 13th episode of the penny bloom podcast it might be the 14th now it is the 14th now the 114th episode of the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and you're back for loki's losers and you know what that means we are losers who are watching loki i am joined by joseph george what's up homie what up, what up? Episode was a banger, and I, I'm i so glad we're finally talking about it. Gotta get it was, stuff off my chest. Finally. Finally. The day after it came out. Uh, what about you, Miles Buttress? How you doing? Uh, same as Joseph. I've been looking forward to this since I watched it yesterday. I have my nice little, like, my... You know, at work, I'm just like, you know what? I know it came out this morning. I'm going to wait until lunch. I'll watch it over lunch. I'll go, you know, I'll go eat and I'll just put my phone up and watch the episode. You assholes. I see the message as soon as I wake up, two o'clock in the morning. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, the fuck. opening scene. Oh, my fucking what? God. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. What's going on? And I'm like, oh, fuck me. So I'm sitting there supposed to be working i have you know like work pulled up on one screen and i have fucking disney plus pulled up on the other screen watching loki at work because i'm like i can't fucking wait until lunch i need to know what happens and where did you I find talked, out it fucking wild fucking crazy no here's the thing there were like there was like one thing where you were like oh what and then they were like oh here's another oh what yeah and and then the last thing and you're like oh what so, so my coworker, like my, or my like my mentor, because it's an internship. Um, yes. I, he he loves you know he's he's watching all these. Got him. I told him to watch Rebels because he was in the middle of Clone Wars and he was like watching all of Clone Wars to watch Bad Batch. And I told him I was like, once you're done with Clone Wars, one season seven, Chef's Kiss, um, most fantastic Star Wars television ever created. Um, and it's up there. So he finally watched that. We had talked about that. I told him, I was like, all right, well, you need to watch Rebels once you're done with Bad Batch. So he's going to watch that too. But we were t- he knows that I watch these shows during my lunch. And so yeah. he asked me, and I told him that what you guys said. And I was like, I don't know if I can fucking wait on this dude. Doesn't know that I watched it during work, obviously. Um, But yeah. he, he was asking me about it. And I explained it to him. I was like, there's like 10 minutes of at the beginning, you're like, okay, this is about how I expected this to go. You know, not not like not completely expected, but you know what? This this is flowing how I expected it to. Then yeah. you're like a couple minutes of like, hold on, what? Then it's like, then the rest okay, of, it's like, oh my, it's like, yeah, yeah, all right, hold on, Ooh, no, okay, wait. oh, okay, oh, please, God, no, oh fuck, yeah. oh my God, so wait, no. <laughs> yeah. and so it's like, yes, twice, didn't because I was at work, but I I I, I 
almost. But so like my explanation to him, I was like 10 minutes of like, okay, couple minutes of hold on. Then, you know, 10 more minutes of, okay, okay. I'm following with this. And then 20 minutes of, oh, what, what? No, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it was just one thing after the next with this one. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, fuck, I, I loved it. Uh, there were a few times during the episode where I thought, oh, I might not love this. Like, eventually, I, I was like, I really need them to, like, rein in this love story with these last two episodes. Because here's the thing. That is the route they are going. They are going love story. Full fucking yeah, yeah. force. They're going, and they're going doppelbanger. They are going doppelbanger. And... Me and another thing, this episode will have a 55 minute segment tacked onto the end of it uh, with me and Aurora Carter talking again. And we dive really deeply into our beef with this entire storyline, pretty much the entire 45, 45 of those 55 minutes. Uh, and and I'll I'll reserve my beef for then. And I'll tell you what I think I might like about it now. So. There's not a lot. It's it's mostly just that, like, there's no one else who will understand the other quite like them. Like, it's... But here's the thing. Can Loki really understand Sylvie? She's been growing up in apocalypses. It's it's weird, and you wouldn't expect them to understand each other, but at the same time, like... They are the same. The only, the only person... Who could truly like who who Loki could truly love and who could truly love Loki and it would work out completely is Loki. Okay, wait. Because I Are think we Loki... talking about romantic love or platonic love. Romantic or is that the word? Is that the word platonic? Yes. Is that like platonic? Yeah. You're right. Dude, yeah. this is totally no platonic. This is totally platonic. No. I don't. There, no, there, did you see the? Did you Loki. see the article I sent you? Loki Dude, was fucking crying. I don't know. I know. I know. But like, imagine if you lose your, imagine if you see yourself die, he saw himself die and he cried whenever he saw literally Thanos snap his neck. He cried. That's a I common think, Here's my know, thing. It's common. I, I'm, don't get me wrong, Joe. I pray. I am for the love of God. Help me. I hope they save this storyline somehow, because if they keep going, I might not like the end of the show. Okay. Uh, I don't, there's no, like, okay. I don't think the romantic part, the like the sexual part, is a big. I don't think that's like the thing they're going for. Well, obviously, they they never do that. They never do the yeah, sexual. I don't think yeah, they're going so, sexual, like, but I do I, think they're going romantic. Well, I think it's just like an understanding of you don't like, you themselves. don't look you okay. don't the thing that caused the the variance spike. You don't look at at a platonic role. You don't look at someone platonically like that. No, but th that's the thing, is that Loki's sole purpose is to disrupt. That's all he's meant for, and in this moment, it's the first time in his life where he's not meant to do that, and he wants to slow down and actually talk to a person and not care about an evil plan. This is the first time that a Loki has done that. This, I, I literally, like, I just think it's just the interaction between them of them realizing, like, oh my gosh, like, we've lived our lives as this evil disruptor and like, we don't have to. And like, you know, we can understand each other even better now because we have a person yeah. to talk to that. We, we don't that have fully to understands me. 
It's like, I don't think it's, I don't know. No, don't get me wrong. I am with you 100% that that is where we stand as of this moment. As of this moment, they have not made that leap. You know, like, they haven't expressly stated, I have feelings for you, you have feelings for me, and they haven't really divulged that information anywhere else. Mobius gave Loki shit, but he didn't say expressly, yeah, you're right. You know, uh, clearly... He has an affinity for Sylvie. There's no doubt about that. It doesn't, it, I, I hope it's not romantic. I hope it's just that he's never felt this before and doesn't know how else to express it. However, I would, and obviously before I read this, I would like everyone to know that art is up for your interpretation and whether or not you want them to be romantic is up to you ultimately. Uh, it doesn't matter even what the writer has to say. He has an intention, but you can have your own interpretation. That's how it goes. But Michael Waldron, when referencing this this situation, there's a Marvel.com article with an interview from the head writer of the show, Michael Waldron. And the headline of the article by Rachel Page on Marvel.com, Loki. Inside the decision to have him fall in love with another version of himself. Love it. Yeah, so here's here's Michael Waldron. That was one of the cruxes of my pitches. There was going to be a love story. We went back and forth for a little about it. Like, do we really want to have this guy fall in love with another version of himself? Is that too crazy? But in a series that, to me, is ultimately about self-love and self-reflection and forgiving yourself, it just felt right to have that be Loki's first love story. And here's the thing. I'm cool with that. I really am. But. I think just the word love implies so much, but the spectrum of love is so fast. Like, I'm yeah, with but you. It's, I'm it's with you. Fast. Like, I, I get that, but Michael the, the love story, the love story part kind of, you don't say love story about a platonic relationship. You have a guy that's hated himself his whole life, and he's starting to love himself. Like, I get that, but you don't, you, don't, you don't say love story about that. Yes, you do. Use other words to describe that. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe this All right. article is All right. this direction. All right, Joe. Michael Waldron. The look that they share at that moment. A blossoming friendship. Then, for the first time, they both feel a twinge of, oh, could this be something more than a blossoming friendship? What is this I'm feeling? And he says, these are two beings of pure chaos that are the same person falling in love with one another. That's a straight up and down branch and exactly the sort of thing that would terrify the TVA. I, I Here's the thing. I, I, I want you to keep your perspective of it. That's not what I'm trying. I'm not trying to dissuade you at all. I am just telling you the intention of the creator. Until you. until the they kiss, God, I pray until they platonic. until they kiss or have any whatever, I until we see a full on sex scene. No, between like, <laughs> dude, like, dude, there. I don't know. Like he, he even says it. It's like it, he likes the self love and the self reflection, and that's that's what the relationship is. It's literally well, self reflection. That's like that's. And I'm with you. I am for sure. I'm for sure with you. Uh, and me and Aurora dive into that more later. So I'm trying not to like exactly mm. spit out the same takes twice, which is why I'm kind of limiting myself in this conversation. Uh, but 
I don't know. I don't think you can have your cake and eat it too. They can't be the same person and also not be the same person, in my opinion. Uh, I think if we're going to go that route, Sylvie should like, and I think that we need to accept Sylvie is Sylvie. Forget about the fact that she's Loki, like at yeah. all. Well, uh, and I think they're already kind of leaning into that with giving her, like, not having her just be a, a variant that, that, you know, she was pulled off whenever she was an adult. Having her be a variant from childhood shows she didn't grow up as Loki. Having her like, choose yeah, her right. own name, doing a different type of magic. Like, she is drastically different from Loki. Yeah, she is a very I mean, different it person. It seems every Loki is vastly different, though. Yeah, well, but By the I'm most credit like, scene, it seems every single one of them is way fair. Different. None of them female. Way though. different. <laughs> Which, so let's... What the fuck? What the fuck? One of them is an alligator? We, I fucking love it. I love it. We dive into a scene by scene. Let's dive into a scene by scene, and we'll okay. talk about that at the very end. We'll save oh. our multiple Lokis for maybe not the end, but there will be other times where we can, you know, really, really dive into this. But let's dive into the uh, the events of the Nexus event, the Nexus event, um, which I just I just loved. You know, we open on young Sylvie in Asgard uh, being taken by the TVA, you know, uh by Judge Ravona as a hunter, which tells us there's a hierarchy that you can get promoted on. It is not just work you to death. It's yeah. work, and you might get a promotion, too. So uh, now we're just really on the nose with the parallels to our workforce, I feel like. But it's it's – I loved this scene, like just getting this little bit of a background you know, like, okay, this provides us with the information that Sylvie was, in fact, taken when she was a child, and we speculated that heavily last week, uh, and gives us that hierarchy. But we also see Ravona take a nice little elevator up to the timekeepers, and we see them for the first time, which is wild. Okay, before we go on to the timekeepers, this of them just taking Sylvie, like, gives credence that, like, they're, like, she's really not... She didn't do anything to disrupt the sacred timeline. No. Well, she was doing nothing. I, no, like... She, technically, we do see that she did, but I, like... I, like, it's so... It seems so fucking insignificant, because whenever they, like... What's my next reset charge? I don't remember. Like, no, she literally whenever they, whenever they do the reset charge, you see the toys and shit fade away. Which yeah. means, whatever the Nexus event was that, that they deemed were, like, far enough off the sacred timeline that they had to, you know, reset it, could have been as fucking minor as she was playing with toys and she wasn't supposed to be. Or that she was playing with toys and did the wrong thing with yeah. those toys. Yeah, which, which like, like, falls into the, oh, you clock into work late? Sorry, you're, you know... Okay. You were supposed and to clock in on time. Like it's it's so fucking insignificant. I they're about they caused the downfall of the TVA borderline because they because she was fucking playing with toys. <laughs> My favorite theory now is Miss Minutes is running everything and there's no timekeepers. <laughs> no, literally. This is like this no. is legit. This is a legit I'm theory that a you. lot of people are backing. Like I'm with you. I think it's whoever's controlling Miss Minutes. Yeah. You know, I don't think it is Miss Minutes herself. Oh, oh no no. Like the way I'm kind of thinking is the timekeepers maybe truly did start this process 
So but we're going like, to but, but, get the whole boner joke thing again on a massive level. No, 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 Because like I know, I know what you're saying. Okay, okay. The timekeepers. It's basically like the clockwork theory or the clock. You know, whatever. Like you know, they the, wound the it up maker. and they let it. They let it go. Yeah. And they put the TVA in place. They created this AI, Miss Minutes, to help run the TVA and make sure it keeps running. And they put all this propaganda around. And they literally have Android versions of themselves, like to put fear into people. Like it, it makes sense that like maybe the timekeepers are just long gone, and Miss Minutes is truly running something that she doesn't know is nothing. Yeah, like if that makes sense. Got you. And I, like, got you. like My, I. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say no. You know, if you're finishing out your theory, go ahead because I was gonna jump on something new. So, because the the other thing is that like Kang the Conqueror could just be conquering timelines right now, and we're seeing him conquering timelines. And each variant is just like a souvenir he takes, like from each timeline that he destroys. And maybe Sylvie was one of the first people or person that he took as a souvenir that escaped. You know, because we you know variants don't usually do this. She's a top level variant. You know. So, like, maybe, like, we don't see Kang the Conqueror in this show because he's long gone, but we get the idea, or we get the, like, the mention of him saying, like, yeah, he's, like, just been conquering timelines. You were taken, you know, in orders by him, basically, you know, if he is one of the timekeepers, which yeah, probably is. Well, it's, it is really, uh... Interesting. The parallels that I feel like we could be experiencing uh, in real life with WandaVision and Loki. Four, we speculated for a good six weeks that Mephisto had to be a part of WandaVision. That's true. That's true. Uh, and here's the thing. Kang the Conqueror has more cause to be in this story. There's yeah. uh, just given his his general idea and his his powers and the things he does in comic books. He is he manipulates the shit out of time. That is something he does. I don't know that we so much as get a mention of Kang in this show. Yeah. Mm. Uh if we do if we do, then it is the person who Ravona is working for. You know, like it is whoever Ravona is answering directly to. You Which, know what I'm saying? Okay. Kind of leads into one of my theories and that it was like the timekeepers were a thing, kind of like Joseph, you said, like they were a thing, started it, did all that stuff. But my thought is, what if they were a thing? Kang decided, fuck this noise. I don't like working with you two assholes. Killed them, took soul control, and then just kind of was like, I'll just, you know, leave some androids in place. Oh, controlling, controlling them to keep up the facade of the three timekeepers watching over the timeline so that way people aren't like hold up there's only one dude in charge of us and it's his like sole discretion that seems a little fishy because at least with three you can be the whole oh it's a council so it's not quite as bad and so maybe potentially kang is in charge of it all and he's just kind of like he he he's trying to keep up the facade of there being the three timekeepers still And, and i'm i'm cool with that too and ultimately i'm hoping we get an answer as to what's going on at this point that's the only answer i even truly want is who's who's doing this who is the tva okay yeah 
Because the thing is, the whenever Thanos had all the stones, whenever the snap happened, why did no celestial, no any, none of these powerful beings showed up at all? You would think one, you know, one of them would at least show up to this event. Or maybe the show literally just makes it as like, you know, it's just part of the, it's just how it is. Like it was just supposed to happen. Like that was just an event. Like in my, yeah. like I'm thinking that if like we're talking celestials and gods and if there's like communities of celestials and gods that maybe they'll be like, oh fuck, that was bad. But it, it's like half of all life down there got fucked up. I don't give a shit. But did it affect them? Did the snap wipe out 50% of the Celestials too? Did it? Like, who knows? Maybe, know I mean, that? Celestial level power. Well, no, actually, I was going to say maybe the maybe the stones don't affect Celestials, but isn't that one of the one of the beings who originally, like they show using the power stone in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, wasn't mm-hmm. that a Celestial? So clearly, mm-hmm. like, they used the stones in the past, so it probably did kill some of them. But also, I don't think, like, comic book wise the celestials aren't just all like chilling out together they're like spread out all over the universe aren't they yeah they're not like there's not a community of celestials so there's there could be a chance that I didn't, it did I didn't kill... mean like i didn't mean okay. a literal community i just meant like okay. an abundance like there's yeah. a bunch of them there could be a chance it did kill like there's like you know a limited number of celestials it did kill half of them but they just don't know because they probably like i i can't imagine in their day-to-day celestials are just meeting up and chilling together being that they're you know beings of immense power and you know all that shit yeah i uh i don't know i do not know but uh real quick before we move on i did wanted to throw something i did want to throw something out there that not like a real theory but i did see something about this and thought it was really funny what if the person controlling all this is a former like a former loki variant and the whole reason he's manipulating the timeline is to ensure that all of the Lokis die. So he's the so only that way, Loki. So that way he's the only Loki and no other Lokis can rise up and challenge him. It's going to be like, I don't know if you guys have watched the most recent episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's like all the Rick and Mortys, all the Ricks will meet and they will fight to the death. And the one true Rick just won't even be there. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how I would feel if it was like a That's, Loki that was controlling dude, that all is... this and to be sure that Lokis were – like that all Lokis died. It would be a really fucking funny result though. <laughs> it would. Okay. Those those Gator Boy and Clan, I don't know what group, Gator whatever you want to call them. This, this Bad Batch, this Bad Batch of Lokis basically, they know something. Like they know something. They're, they're like, you got to come with us. Like, well, they sound like, they sound like they figured out a way to make it back. Like well, they I would know imagine. something. They know or, something, or at least, or at least how to stay alive in this maybe like between sort of place. Because like it's like you will die unless you come with us. Like it's like you're oh, on your you way there. The Owen Wilson, come, the discount Owen Wilson. Wow! Did you how? hear in this episode? He said, "How? how? Yeah. It, oh, it was so beautiful." It was like uh, I know it's I, not wow, but it was so close. I did not that hear it, this. It's I'm gonna, like I'm gonna the go. same thing. Yeah. It was it was when in the very next scene. Rona leaves leaves the meeting with the timekeepers, and she tells him, you know, Hunter C twenty is dead when he's inquiring, and he goes, "How?" 
Oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go back and rewatch that scene just to hear crisp him. on it too for How? no reason. The audio crisps up for no reason at that point, and they knew. The sound designers knew, like, oh, they're gonna love this. Like you could tell. How? It like but, you know, it boosted the moment. audio, I swear. I think I Ravona explains to Mobius, you know, he did. She did. Uh brain scramble from Enchantress. And he's like, Well that doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, I saw her and she was fine. And she's like, trust me. Uh, and Mobius is like, I smell bullshit. Uh, but, you know, after that, we cut back to Lamentis, where Sylvia and Loki use, uh, you know, they're, they're about to die. And they're, and I love that. I'd say for more than half the episode last week, we speculated about Infinity Stones, the temp pad being, uh, uh, actually fine. Safe and, yeah, uh, nah, it simply was that they were going to die. Nobody had any sort of confidence. We just read into that wrong. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they, in this last moment, big Raylo vibes. I don't know, I don't know if you guys feel it. Uh, this feels exactly like Ray and Kylo Ren to me. Mm, uh, okay. there's a lot, there's a lot of scenes that parallel it a little bit. Obviously, Kylo Ren was a little shittier to Ray than uh, <laughs> than uh, Loki is to Sylvie or Sylvie is to Loki. But uh, the way they sit there and they – so many The Last Jedi parallels. So many. I see it. I see it, yeah. The throne room scene and the timekeeper scene later on, they fight back to back, take mm-hmm. out the Minutemen. Like they took – they take off the head guys Throw thing. Throw the sword, the, like, you know, like – Yeah, it's – Not the it's, same choreography, which is kind of – even it's even the slice same. on the arm. Yeah. Even the slice on the arm. It's like the like, same shit. And they I have literally to just that was intentional. It. Like Kate Heron had to have had to have taken inspiration from the Last Jedi for that. I have to. What think. if they were but like, like even, let's even what we, let's just save all this work. Let's literally just do this. <laughs> exactly. But like even this scene when they sit next to each other and hold hands, mm-hmm. looking at each other across from each other. Guess what that happened in two? The Last Jedi. With Kylo Ren and Rey. That's kind of wild. Um, but, uh, you know, in this moment... This, this makes me like this episode less. <laughs> I knew it would. But, I'm, I'm fucking with you. No, but, Dang it, uh, now this isn't my favorite episode. God, oh. I fucking hate it. No, but, uh, you know, in this moment back at the uh, TVA, also fascinating, the sacred timeline is fine. They fixed it. That bomb she dropped was nothing. Yeah. Uh, they cleaned that shit up. We thought this shit was about to descend into chaos after the second episode, and they were like, no, nah, we're just biding our time. Uh, Which I don't know if that's like if that's weird that they managed to fix it that quickly, or it's scary that they managed to fix it that quickly. Why did they do it off screen? I think it's gotta be it's gotta be something like this. It's either nothing was fixed. The sacred timeline is a lie. Multiverses exist, and it actually doesn't fucking matter. Or they just cleaned it up. It was that easy. Like, and and like a bunch of people may have gotten pruned. Like, it's just like fuck it. You know, we can do what we want. We went wherever we wanted. We set reset charges, and we went back, and that was that. But uh, and I think I'm more inclined to say it was that. Like, I guarantee you that. Uh, And they're just supposed to. You're just supposed to be like, that's cool. Uh, however. The thing that comes closest to descending the universe into a red line 
is Sylvie and Loki holding hands and looking into each other's eyes. Is, and is then Sylvie and line, bro? Is Sylvie and Loki yeah. about to fuck? That's what. That's what is, the lineup. Is Sylvie and Loki a dyad in the Force? So Was that find out next just time. a boner in the sacred timeline? Are you going to cut that out? No. That's okay, staying wow. in. That's great. interesting. That's fantastic. Wow. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, Joseph, yeah. No, Joseph's if, testing if it the did, water. Go I'm, I'm proud of that one. Yeah, I'll Joseph's testing yeah, the water, figuring out what he can get away with on 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 the uh, podcast. <laughs> boner, boner is fair game. That's true. They did it in a WandaVision episode. Yeah, You're they cool did it on Disney. How would it not be fair game on this? But uh, I am interested in the fact that Sylvie and Loki have such an incredible connection after 12 hours. Um, ish, let's say. That it would nearly... And here's the thing, another thing. How? This was at an apocalypse. Isn't the whole thing with apocalypses? Exactly. That shit can't happen? Dude, dude that is why... That is... Dude, that, that it shows how massive this variance is. Like, Which it is, is massive. If this is an apocalypse where no one makes it out, this is like a class whatever. This is up there. Or down. Whatever. This is like a big... This is a big one. Like, and they well, are... They are shooting it up so much further but it doesn't like here's my thing is that like sure it had like massive variance energy but like what was it gonna affect the whole point of them showing of loki being like you can do anything they went to pompeii they did any they could do anything and nothing happened but it's showing that during an apocalypse they did something and something happened like I, it just see, shows I'm, the grand scale of it. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. cool with that. But it's still a little like I don't think it was evident enough in what they've already shown us. Like, yeah. sure, they have they had a romantic flair. Like we were like they could. By no means did I expect the beginning of this episode for their connection to almost set off a red line. Like, I I just kind of mean just be like. like could just be how impossible that it is. Like, yeah, I, it, I, I took it. I took it to be anyone like, just never thought this would ever happen. The, uh, the like the the whole like they don't detect the variance energy at apocalypse is, is because normally like even like it, it like normal things that you could do are only going to produce you know so much variance from the timeline, and so like in the time of the apocalypse you're not going to be able to create enough that it'll pick it up even with the apocalypse going on. But they create so much because it's so impossible that, that that they can still pick it up, still pick up the variants, even though the apocalypse is happening. Okay, but 30 seconds later, they would have been dead. So like, yeah, what that's, really that's, would it, no, but that's what what I'm really saying. Is, it affected? Is, it doesn't affect point. anything, but they create so much variance energy all at one time that it that it creates enough that they're the, the, like the sensors like can pick it up or whatever. Ride. So kind of yeah, like, like a surge. surge. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning now. Like that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, it, like that's my thing. Is that like I mean, I'm the, not the, and like the greatest the greatest write off they have is that like oh, it's two of the same person connecting. It's like 
in an apocalypse where they're about to fucking die. Like, it's like... Well, I think the whole thing is not only is it two of the same person connecting, it's two Lokis. Like, two Lokis finding, like, a true connection. That that the whole thing is, like, Lokis are never supposed to find a true connection. So they're now, like, two of them are finding a connection at the same time. It produces so much variance energy that, you know... This was the the moment they both realized they were main characters. Yeah. First time ever. Miss Venice is up to something. Or she doesn't know that she's up to something. It's got to be the case. Oh, this was this was something that I told my uh, my coworker about. I told him I was like, without spoiling anything, this fully like if they had ended the season at the end of this episode and then announced like announced a movie or whatever, that would have been believable. Like this feels like yeah. the end of like a season almost, and there are still two more fucking episodes, and I love it. <laughs> it's part of what scares me. Like, it's it doesn't like, scare me at all. I love it. No, don't get me wrong. I, I, I know, I know I'll like it. Cause even this, this episode, I'm not gonna lie to you. I loved watching it and it is so fun to watch, but I have more criticisms of this episode and you'll hear more about that with Aurora later than I have with any Disney Plus episode of anything yet. Mm. Like, and, but the, it's like the high notes are so high. That like I, I care. I don't care that much. You know, it's like it, it, I, I, it, it, it came to a neutral place for me. It was. It was like there were there were more parts that you have criticism on, but the parts that you didn't have criticism on were, were so phenomenal. good that that it made up for the parts that you had okay. criticism. On. How about yeah. this? Just love the episode until they confirm the suspicions we have, because they they could twist it in some way. Still, you know. Yes, it could exactly. still be twisted in some way. That could be a diversion article. Marvel's that, known to divert. In trailer, in the fucking Infinity War trailer, we only saw Thanos had two stones, bro. Like, come on, we had all of them. Like, what? You can, you you can want them to be diverting. I want them to be like being completely truthful. If if they if that's what it was, I would love it so much more. I'm totally down for the, the doppelganger. I, I saw a TikTok today where it was like. It was showing the like aftermath or the music that played at the end of Infinity War and just a guy walking out of the theater like, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, do you remember that feeling? Like, oh, wait, that's it. They yeah. don't win. Like, it was that simple. It was just like, wait, what? Yeah, when they go, whenever I, I can't remember who asked, but someone goes, what just happened? And Steve Rogers goes, we lost. Yeah. And then it's like it was the most oh silent movie. It was the most silent movie theater I've ever experienced. And no, here's the thing, even going into it, I knew they were going to lose because Infinity Wars was always going to be a two-part movie. So, yeah. like even going into it like that, it still melted my fucking brain. I was like but wait, they actually lost. Like yeah, really it wasn't lost. just it wasn't just they lost. It was they hard fucking lost. So now we're saying that all of that, we're saying all of that, that event that made us feel that way just drained us of all of our life is just an event that was just supposed to happen. And probably not even high on the scale either. You know, maybe a little high, actually. It is half of the universe. Uh, you know what? I, I wonder like, how, how big of a, like, how big of a level of uh, apocalypse do you think one. that is? It has to be. It has like, to be. Universe wide, all life that's in true, the universe. Bro. That's a class one apocalypse. Yeah. Like, uh, no, that's probably a class two apocalypse. 
class one because it half of everything. Our life. everything. Class one would everything. be everything. pure annihilation. Yeah, class class one is entire like, entire universe gone. The class one apocalypse is the last event on the timeline. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. I mean, honestly, you only you only have one class one. There's not there's nothing after that, man. Sylvie and Loki are, however, saved here by Mobius and the TVA. Uh, a theory that we had last week as well, but we did not spend any time on because we were well, like, and also it could be this, but well, let's talk I about think, the more. I, think, I honestly think we didn't spend any time on it because we didn't. We were just like, like, there's no way that they can produce like they can't produce variants. So how the fuck are they going to how are they going to alert the TVA where they're at? That's a that, like, yeah, I'm, I'm right. That's why I was we right just skipped it over and assumed it was not possible because we thought. They're not going to do How that. Would they they find can't. Them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, but they did. Oh, but they did. And, uh, you know, they're back in TVA custody. They get sent to separate uh, cells. And the, the look they give each other on the way, like, like, I'll find you. You know, like that's, that was the, that was the energy here. It was like, we will see each other again. I'll never but, forget uh, you. You know, Mobius puts Loki straight into a, a time cell. Not before Loki goes, hey, they're lying to you, though. They're lying to you. And then uh, Mobius is like, ha real funny. He's like, yeah, you're a big fucking liar, Mobius. Yeah, yeah the big, the big like, fucking. Because I've said your girlfriend's dead. Nah. Nah. You lied to yourself, man. You lied to yourself. <laughs> and then, oh, you know, Mobius is like, wow. <laughs> Maybe I do. You know, there's a lot that I do. I do. I love those, but I really love the lines from Mobius where it's like, wow, the world's biggest trickster trying to fucking trick me. Big surprise, man. Like earlier, like in oh, like and I love, I love the exchange between Loki and, and, uh, and Mobius where he goes, oh, a folksy dopey thing from the folksy dope. And then he, I can't remember what Mobius yeah. retaliated with, but he rephrased his joke back at him the same way. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, it, that's, they have such a good rapport. Yeah. Like, that's why they're so clearly friends in an argument. You know going, what I'm saying? Going you all the way what? forward I to the end. Them. I, I ship Loki and Mobius. I need, I need Lobius to happen. Lobius. Oh, I, yes. You know, yes. Go, skipping all the way to the end, the fact that there's a Loki world, I swear to God, if they kill Loki. off Mobius, I'm going to be so mad. I want Mobius. Nah, here's the thing. Mobius ain't dead now. Like that's what that confirms. That's what I mean. Us. That's what and, I'm saying. Like Loki still being alive means there's a fucking Mobius world. And if alone, they take, bro. if they he's take Mobius alone. away unless from he's me, not unless Mobius ha like, can you imagine a a Westworld situation? Uh oh, have you guys not watched Westworld? That might be bad. Never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because that one's one you, that one that one's one you don't want spoiled. Um. No, I have to watch yeah. the world. That's the end. That's the end of the thought. Um, we're gonna move on. Moving, you know, he throws on. He, sounds good. He throws Loki into a uh, a uh, time loop with Lady Sif, who uh, we've heard this story before actually in uh -huh. in one of the four movies that he that he cut Sif's hair off. Yeah, and she she never forgave him for it. Like, and and I get I I take it that it was, you well, know? I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it was like okay, Loki, that's fucking it. You are done. Like, and you get that impression here because yeah. it is a huge thing to tell someone you are alone and you will be alone forever. Yeah. Uh, like you're, so, that is like cutting the knife deep. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he gets nailed in the balls and smacked in the face over and over and over. And boy, oh boy, is there probably not a worse prison than that. And it, on it, top of being told you are alone and will forever be alone, just keep getting kneeled in the fucking balls and like, slapped in the face. And, and you know, I thought, like, the the second or third time it happened, I was like, all right, so this is going to get old seeing this happen again. But they just kept doing it again and again, and it only became – it only stayed just as funny as it was the first time. It never – like, it to me, it never got old seeing Loki continue to get – like slapped in the face and kneed in the balls in in slightly different variations. The like the the one where like her hands were on his shoulders, you know, just looking at him for a second, and then a boom, boom, like you didn't expect it, you know. It was kind of yeah. like yeah, know, the, maybe, uh, oh, maybe she did come around. Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. The, the, <laughs> we're in a time prison. It's all a fucking memory. You've done like this is old. I'm sorry. And she's like, wow, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pathetic. <laughs> while while Lo- while Mobius leaves Loki in this time prison, he heads to a, uh, uh, you know, after he hears, you know, he's lying to you, and that, uh, you know, they're your variants, you're all variants. He's like, yeah. okay, and he sees B fifteen, and he's like, he told me the TVA is lying to me, you know, like, well, and B 15s like. Fuck. Excuse me? He said like, what? <laughs> she, B-15 hears this and is like, I was just enchanted. Like, I know that means something now. So she walks straight into Sylvie's room and is like, all right, let's go. Opens up a time door. They walk right through back to Rock's cart. And she asks her, you know, what the fuck? What the fuck did you do to me? Uh, And, and she's like, well, I showed you your life before the TVA. And she's like, I ain't had a life before the TVA. What the fuck are you talking about? And she asked her to show her. And, uh, this this was the first scene of the episode that actually made me cry. Uh, it was it was B fifteen like li- living her life like essentially through memories like being like and then when she came out of it and she said I looked happy. Mm. Can you imagine the guilt she probably felt because of the amount of people she has pruned, like the amount of people she has taken out of their timeline, knowing she herself was taken out of the timeline as a happy person who probably didn't do anything wrong. Fuck! It brought a tear to my eye. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was a little distraught over this. But uh, that did, that was a deep cut or a deep like punch to the gut. It you know, really, really like, was. That line, it was just like a oh, like a, ooh, and then the rain too. Of course, it was raining. You know, the hurricane. of course it was oh, come on, man. The like, middle of a hurricane. Oh my god! But uh. After this, we see Mobius going to get a drink with Ravona after having freshly closed the case. Loki is done. He is apprehended. And so is Sylvie. Like, we are done here. This is the biggest biggest case you've ever had. And, uh, you know, they, they, they sit down, they meet, and he's asking, he's, he's, he's asking questions. He's pushing buttons. And then he asks, you know, like, what are you going to do with this one? What's this, uh, what's this souvenir going to do? And when she turns her back, he swipes her temp pad. Puts the other tent bag back down. He kept asking about C20 and, you know, what happens now? Like, Does this not seem like the introduction of free will into someone who didn't have it before? Yeah. Like, it's it's just so, like, sad to, like, see someone go through that and, like, just be suspicious that their whole life, their whole existence has just been, not, like, nothing. Like, oh, And here's the thing that's interesting. Is that, like, they haven't, they've been heavily 
swayed by propaganda. Clearly, I think what's clear is that they've 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 made it so that I don't even know if they've gone as far as to legit brain like. I mean, brainwashing to a degree, but not like Hydra brainwash. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's they, like they've subcon. They, they, directly- they brainwashed them with propaganda. It was yeah, like they a, haven't directly like your brain. Now all you know is the TVA. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, and it was just it was devastating. And that part where Ravona asks him, "If you could go anywhere, anytime, where would you go?" And he's like, I, "Well, I can go anywhere, anytime." And uh, she's like, "You know what I mean?" And uh, I. I that obviously sets up the gut punch later. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, oh fucking boy, did that one that one fucked me up too. But uh, that's where sh- I cried. We... By the way, that's oh, where I... also where I cried. That was the second time. Oh my! Uh, also, God, where I where I would have cried if I wasn't sitting at my desk. <laughs> exactly. But I'd be know, a man. Nobody... I'd be man enough to cry at work and be like, uh, I, <laughs> I'm okay no, with this. <laughs> It, no, if if they had known that I was watching Loki at work, yes. <laughs> but I wasn't just going to start. However, someone I approaches your desk and you're crying. Yeah. And then you go, I'm watching Loki. These numbers are just too good, man. I'm crunching the numbers and it's just getting me emotional. You're crunching too damn well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he uses her little, her little, uh, not a, not a smartphone thing to, uh, watch a video of Hunter C20 going, it's real. My life. I lived there. I'm a variant. So are all of you. And Mobius sees this and is like, oh, okay. Uh, I believe that. And then after, you know, he zooms in on Ravona's face and it's like, ah, so even she knows. And she's not, she's not telling me things. And right, coming right off the scene where she gaslit the fuck out of him. Just... You know what's worth fighting for? Friendship. This, right along this, with the TVA. And you know right whose friendship here. is special? Me and you. Can you imagine I, the betrayal he felt in this I moment? I feel so this fucking bad for this man because he is he he like he does not want a friendship with her. And she like it, I can like the way that she's like we have something special and he's like oh, we do? She's like our friendship is special. And he's like oh fucking friendship. Fuck that, dude. I don't give a fuck about a friendship. Friend? Yeah. That's the word you use. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Just want to clarify. Asking for. But I, I also clear. really like in this video how it like how it pauses like right at the time where she's like, like looking back at the camera, yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, cover it up, cover it up, like cut yeah, the exactly. footage. <laughs> this is officially a government hey, cover. Come up. on, he wouldn't look like, for any more things. Like there's so much. There's so much probably in that thing. You know, uh, probably just plot, for plot reasons. You know, just can't yeah, well, and it, it was. Yeah. That was all he needed to know that, you know, Loki was telling the fucking truth. It's true. And you know what he does? He goes straight to Loki and he goes, do you think you're right? <laughs> like, are you sure? Because I'm about to stake a whole fucking lot on this claim you've got going. <laughs> you know? he, and like, he's not even 100% sure. He's just like, I have a very heavy suspicion at this point. Like, I have smelt bullshit for a little bit and even you could tell. So... Let's 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 fucking go. And the the part where he's like, D- like they go back and forth. You can trust me. You can trust a friend. Ah. And Loki's Loki's so excited. Loki's so excited. He's childlike. He's like he's like fuck yeah. I let's have fucking a friend. do this, man. No, it's not even just a like we're gonna go take down the timekeepers. It's that like 
fuck yeah, Mobius is my dude oh, again. Yeah, that's you know, right. Like, not... let's fucking like me and you, man, together forever, dude. <laughs> and Mobi- Mobius is like, I think you and Sylvia are the key to the whole thing. We're gonna go up there. We're gonna take them down. Uh, and Loki's like, yeah, yeah, man, let's go. Huh? Uh, and uh, unfortunately, they don't fucking go. They exit this time door, and we see Ravona there with some Minutemen. Mobius tries to play it off, you know. He's like, "I got all the way down here before you, uh, you know." Before I realized, realize. this isn't my temp pad. Wow, this is wow. mine. Wow. And uh, Ravona's like, "Okay, buddy, it's time." And he goes, "You know what? If I could go anywhere, anytime, it'd be the place where I'm from, the time I'm from. Maybe I had a jet ski." Yeah, that would have been the shit. Prune him. <laughs> if, uh, if if we don't see where where he's actually from, and he's not like a fucking like jet ski salesman or like a fucking like he like rents out jet skis on the beach or some shit, I'm gonna be so disappointed. If he's not living his fucking dream, just around jet skis to. all the time, I, he has and here's to. The thing. I am okay if he is never in the MCU again. If we watch him get dropped off at a beach by a jet ski and never see him again. I don't I'm, need him to die anywhere in these movies. Yeah. Just give him a jet ski and let him yeah. live. Give give Owen Wilson a happy ending, man. Or if he's with give Lightning what he McQueen. Wants. That will also be acceptable if he's with Lightning McQueen. Totally okay. <laughs> We're in hillbilly hell! Imagine. Good. Imagine you see Lightning McQueen bowling down the street and the door opens and Owen Wilson steps out. Then the car universe just gets insane. There's humans oh, in there now. No, okay. It's like, oh my god, they're taking these personalities of a car. And it's like, why are they? took out half of all cars. <laughs> I was going to say, not even going all the way there. Imagine complete bullshit. Com- complete Rest throwing out bullshit here. Hits. No. He, he, they drop him <laughs> off on a beach. They drop him off on a beach to get, you know, with his jet ski. And right next to it is a, is a hot red, you know, Fucking uh, whatever type of car, lightning whatever McQueen kind of car, be. dude. That'd be epic. It doesn't even have to be overtly lightning McQueen. Just like a red car <laughs> that looks enough like it. You know, just a, a red car with a fucking lightning bolt on it. I'd be like, oh yes, <laughs> that's a nut. But uh, you know, immediately after this, whenever oh, and you know what made this scene even worse is Loki's reaction. Uh, I cr- that I, yeah. may have fucked me I up started- more than anything. My jaw dropped whenever she said prune him, and then when they actually touched him, it dropped even further. Then I started to cry, and then when I saw Loki cry, I was like, "Oh!" And you saw, and you saw Miles, Miles's classic, you know, suck the emotions up and move the fuck on thing. And I was like, uh, oh. he, he was ready to burst, like his eyes were welled, and then he blinked, and he was like, "All right," and it was like, "Fuck." This man can't catch a fucking break. This is terrible. I just my heart broke in that moment. But you know they take they take Loki to an elevator and Ravona uh, walks up with Sylvie, and you know she says, "I can take them from here." And I loved the moment where they were standing outside the elevator and Sylvie looks to Loki and she she just asks because she is genuinely curious. She she cares and she wants to. Are you okay? Are you all right? And he, he gives that little nod like, fuck, no, I'm not. Uh, but I'm going to act like I am. And uh, they're brought before the timekeepers. And uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I was underwhelmed, aggressively underwhelmed. And you're supposed to be underwhelmed. Like, I think that is part of yeah. the point, obviously. Okay. Uh, if you were brought to the time. Wildly period. enough, wildly enough, the lizard people description was spot fucking on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look, hey, they look exactly like the people controlling our government. So, you know. Exactly the same. Damn. That, I could have swore that was Mitch McConnell on the left. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's up there, too. He's one of them. Well, Mark Zuckerberg's in the middle. He is a lizard. It's Mitch yeah. McConnell. Well, Mitch McConnell. Mark Zuckerberg actually is a lizard. Nancy Pelosi and, and Mark Zuckerberg. The perfect trifecta. We got, we got Jeff Bezos on one of them, too. Uh, Jeffrey Bezos. But, uh, you know, timekeeper's like, yeah, you fucked up. Time to get deleted. And uh, this is quite the uh, quite the scene as – and this was epic. Like uh, I was like, fuck yeah. The way B-15 got her hero moment here, I was like, that's the shit right there. I'm glad that, I'm glad they did something with her too because she – I, I I hope that she kind of sticks around. I don't I don't. Did they, we didn't really see what happened to her. Yeah, they just they because she takes on like one of the dudes, right? Like a, a few of them, I think. I think yeah, she takes like, on three of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She takes on a couple of them, and then it just kind of cuts those, to the Loki fight, and it doesn't show what happened. Are those other guards that were up there already? Is that all they do? Yeah, I guess they just stand there in front of the timekeepers. So like they guard useless androids. Mikey, well, they don't. I'm get well, I, androids, aliens, and wizards. Obvious. Okay, none of the, <laughs> nobody knew that they were androids. Like doubtful. I think. Okay. Well, if anyone were to know, I think Ravona did. I yeah, I was she gonna say was, I think Ravona did because she was not surprised whenever she whenever they cut her fucking head right. off and a fucking android head fell down. It's still weird why she's going through this ritual when it doesn't matter. Like she's not actually well, bringing. The thing. It. Or the maybe answer she is, for like, my money has to be that they are going the comics route. Ravona is in love with and working for Kang the Conqueror, and maybe Kang the Conqueror is not reciprocating the the relationship, or maybe he is. Even I don't know, but he's he's she's clearly covering for someone's yeah. ass. Like she, is, I, I would agree with that. She, she's I think trying she's trying to cover for someone not to get found out. That's yeah, true. I think she's trying like keeping up the facade so that way everyone, you know, outside is still seeing her go up and talk to the timekeepers, but then also so that way those guards there see her go and talk to the timekeepers. It does make sense because she's the only one out of everyone there that has anything remotely nice. You know? Like she has all those trophies, all those souvenirs, and like the we saw the judge before her, which is interesting. You know, because like what yes, it, it, like I don't know. Like, what does that mean? What's the criteria? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, what did I don't know. What, what did I'm, that guy move I'm on assuming. To? What did that guy move I'm on assuming. To dead? We've gotten Loki. We've gotten Sylvie backstory. I need Ravona next. You know, like, I need to know what the fuck is her deal, honestly. I'm like, let's see. Tell yeah, me. I, you don't have to tell Loki yet. Tell well, me. And tell it, the and viewer. It can, like, be, it can even be something as small as like Sylvie's was in this episode. Like Sylvie's was, you know, like a fucking 30 minute, 30 second backstory. And it filled in exactly. all the holes we needed. And it can be something as small as that where it's like, you know, a couple quick flashbacks throughout the episode. Good to go. Another thing that's awesome about this scene is that when B-15 shows up, she ta- she unlocks their collars, Loki and Sylvie's, and then tosses Sylvie's sword to her. Which means that when B-15 got back, 
she went straight to she went straight to Ravona's office and was ready to kill that woman. I think like I she went straight to her office, found that sword, and was like, "Fuck it, I'm going." She had to have gone to her office. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Whoa. She was out for fucking blood. She was done. She was going there to kill Ravona. I think like. Fuck this. I'm well, because she also probably has to know by like she probably has to have inferred that that uh B twenty or whatever yeah B B twenty C twenty C twenty C twenty is just dead. She has to have inferred that by this point. And, oh, and I think yeah. and Certainly. I think is why like once she realized oh this is like we're all variants she realized C twenty fucking knew and that's why she was fucking mumbling it's all real it's all real. And then she was like, she's no longer alive. And that's probably why she was out for fucking blood. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. But I hope we seal up B-15 storyline. I, I can't imagine that's the last time we see her. Obviously, she's been too big a part of the story for her to kind of just fizzle into the background. I would have liked to known what happened to her here, uh, though, just because people were getting pruned all over the place. It'd be nice to know and stabbed mm. through the chest. This was... uh. You watched Sylvie straight up stab a man through the chest, and that sword come out of her, come out of that guy's back. And I was like, "Oh damn!" Yeah, that so, was uh, that's crazy. Do you think about it? All the people that like you know that got pruned in this fight went off to some other fucking world. That dude just dead, just dead. That just guy just dead. died. That guy. That guy was like, like, yeah, like well, Sylvie thinks. What's she... funny is every time they uh. prune somebody, it's like they're sparing them. <laughs> Well, because I mean, they like we know we didn't know it at the time. We thought they were just dying. We know now they kind of were. Yeah, but uh, okay. Wait, can we talk about it? What is this? Why? How? how? What? What? How was Loki pruned, and then how was he placed right in front of these Lokis, or did the or did the other Lokis like? I'm thinking maybe you're sent to like. I'm thinking maybe you're sent to like a broken, like an already broken timeline. Like okay. maybe they, they have a collection of timelines or something. Yeah. The world behind them is like fucked. Well, the so Avengers like, well, Tower was back there. Avengers Towers in the background. Yeah, so that's New York. I think. I think. But it was fucked. I don't. I don't know that this is New York. I think this is a a land of where everything Loki, any Loki that's been pruned. All yeah. And anything else that got pruned with them. All the them. all the all the reset charges caused by a Loki. Yeah, that's what I got I'm a thinking. feeling. I got a feeling one of these Lokis won against the Avengers, yeah. and that's why the Avengers Tower went ahead with them. I'm I'm it's that's like, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is like a broken timeline that they've just been like this is this is the Loki garbage timeline where we send all the Loki trash. <laughs> but and, like, is that the same for every single person then? So every single so. person has their own universe. Or their own timeline, or their own planet, or their own. I'm guessing it's like their own little pocket dimension. Yeah, I, uh... no, or yeah, I'm saying stone. timeline. Or it's the. I knew you were stone. gonna. I knew you were I, gonna. I, knew you I were don't gonna think it's, it's, it's orange. Judgment. It's orange. The the freaking Nexus event was orange. It, it, we 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 don't know anything about the Soul Stone really, and I like I don't I, I honestly I couldn't care less if they were just to get rid of the the stones and not say another thing about them, but there are still so many things unanswered about them. We don't know a True. single power of the Soul Stone at all. We didn't see Thanos use it. Yeah, we do. One time. We know two when, powers of the Soul Stone. When did Thanos use the we Soul Stone? We know two powers of the Soul Stone. To kill when, Gamora and to kill uh, Natasha. Those are the only two powers it needs, Joseph. 
we saw every stone light up on the gauntlet but the soul stone. Obviously, it does something. It does something. It's not just there. It's not just there to complete the snap. Like, that's not its only reason. It's not just a useless rock until it's with every other stone. I mean, no, actually, you could... No, you could make the argument that that is its only reason because the whole thing that to no the whole thing that they talk about whenever he's obtaining it is you have to be able to, you have to know that you can make the ultimate sacrifice and give up what you love most in this world in order to obtain the full power of the of the of the stone. So, not, so that no, no, no. that could be is is to, in so order to complete the stone you have to get the last. Stone. You're saying it has zero power on its own. I'm not you saying guaranteed that's what it all is. Other, every other stone, which has never been done before. No one's ever even gotten more than two. No one's ever gotten more than two. Yeah. And Loki just so happened to have two. It wasn't like he was seeking it. It's like he just so happened to have two. Thanos was the first ever to ever be like, I'm going to get all of them. And and maybe and, – but that that very well could be the safeguard. The to try stone you does from- something. There's no way it's just an orange rock until you get every other one. Imagine a power ranger that has zero powers until and he was just there so he can link up with the big robot thing, you know? What? Hey, I need to know. I need to know. I need someone to go back, look in that drawer, and tell me if you see a soul stone. Oh, I'll do it right now. Because if we don't, I might be behind Joe's theory a little more. If there's ever Nexus events involving soul stones, maybe they just pocket those shits and use them. However, if there are soul stones in there, I don't know. I would assume there is. I'm going to take a guess that there is. But, okay. what? Like, we never saw it used ever. Was it episode two that that happened? I think it was episode... I think it was episode one. It was might have been episode one. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was episode one because that's whenever he's coming... Yeah, because that's whenever he's keep, he's keep trying to... Like, yeah, he's he trying escapes. to escape the TVA. Yeah. yeah. Before he... And then it's like right after that scene he realizes like, fuck, this is... This is it. Like, this yeah, is the top right shit. Here. The TVA is I'm, formidable. Okay, he got a tesseract. Look in the drawer. Look in the drawer. Show the drawer. Show the drawer. Okay. You don't see a soul stone, do you? You don't see a soul stone, do you? I think that's just a reality stone. Dude, there are no soul stones there. Well, there's also the factor that maybe that's one people just didn't try to fuck with. Like well, that's one. It could also that's just, the hardest one to obtain. Yeah, that that, that could be. You know, it it doesn't really dude, it doesn't really dude, disprove either because dude, it very well could be there that are no one no one besides Thanos has ever been able to obtain any of like one of them at any time, dude. Whereas the other stones, people have obtained them throughout history. That was right in front of our face, bro. That was right in front of our face. Why didn't we just look for every color? Okay, I can't tell though. They there are two that could be soul stones, but they look they look like reality stones to me. They look like the well, other there's, reality there's stones. One, there's one massive. There's that's one, the mind stone. The that's mass, the mind stone. That's the okay. mind stone. There's another mind stone below the little bowl to like to the bottom right. There's another mind stone. There's what is the, that the uh, mind stone that looks orange? No, but that's big. what's the good old timestamp. Like the mind stone is. It, I'm just I just I just googled Loki Infinity Stones and I'm looking at all of them right now. I don't that's think a that's a soul stone, dude. The soul stone was much brighter orange than that. It's closer to the mind stone than those red ones are. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. That's kind of suspicious. That's I, I, like I can't believe we haven't. I don't know. That's kind of sus. 
Also fascinating that there's a crucifix in this drawer. Yeah, marbles. Uh, a picture of someone I don't recognize. Yeah. It looks like an arc honor? reactor. Is that an arc reactor? What is that yes, like coil is. thing? I don't yeah, know. I think it is. Like what? I think it is. Is that a fucking medal of honor? An orange slice? Yeah. Is that Ant Man's orange slices that he wanted? Maybe in a universe where he what? got them. You know, didn't Ant Man ask for orange slices? Like after he was really big, he's like, "Oh, I just need some orange slices." Like, and it was like the meme or whatever. Like after you're yeah. big, you just want orange slices. There's an orange slice <laughs> in the drawer, and like a lemon slice too. I think this is a weird drawer. Uh, I want to talk about this last, the the, the very last scenes here, where uh, you know Loki grabs Sylvie's shoulders and is like. I don't really know how to do this. Uh, this is all very new for me. Uh, but, and she's like, what? I, um, uh, oh, what? Um, dead. Uh, so Ravona literally stabs him in the back, which fitting, fitting. It, my fitting jaw dropped sure. so hard. And did you guys, you saw the imagery, right? The parallel here between Wanda and Vision and Sylvie and Loki, the way she, the way they fade away oh, in front of them. Last, yeah, like, the faces last, the to face last, yeah, and and like same camera angle and everything over the right shoulder of Sylvie and Wanda, Vision and Loki fading away. It's like pretty much shot for shot, and maybe that's just because that's the best way to show something like that, or maybe it is a, a direct parallel. But maybe this is a common nexus uh, event. It's the Nexus event. You know, that's kind of... Maybe. Was that Wanda's... Was Wanda's Nexus event creating the Hex? Or was it... Well, I don't think she's had a Nexus Was it Nexus the deletion of the Hex? Has she had a Nexus moment? I don't think she I had. think so. Uh, I don't think they've told us she had a Nexus event, but I suspect that we will learn it was the TVA one. didn't come from, for her, though. We see her in her cabin. Well, there's also there's the there's also the possibility the reason they went straight for Loki is because he was a he wasn't a high level high level variant. Did you see she, they changed the post credit scene in WandaVision? They re edited it and reshot it. Don't don't feed this bullshit. It's nothing. Wait, but they did. It's an editing. No, no, they, they did. They edited. They edited. The thing that fix a shadow. Yeah. But like, but like, trees were removed. There were there was other things that were touched than just the. There was, like, there a, was, duck, the there was like a duck removed from oh, the yeah. water. Yeah, a, a duck. Yeah. Okay, but like, why? Why remove the duck? If you're just going to fix the editing mistake, why not just fix the edit, editing mistake? Why remove some trees? Why remove the duck? Why like? Why? I don't think it has a purpose, man. Yeah, if they're not, they're purpose, not going to they include anything it. massive in a re-edit. You know, three months after the end of the show. Do you realize who's the president of Marvel? Do you realize do. who's running the show? You're giving him too much credit, Joe. Yeah, he's You're not going to pull much credit. He's not going to pull some shit like that. He's not going to an Easter egg in a, in a post credit scene three months they after They lie to us dropped. all the time, and every time at Comic-Con, he laughs. Like, he's there's, like, he loves it. He loves there's it. There's lying, loves and then there's just straight telling us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> yeah, putting cockroaches and in this, shows. And in Loki, no. we see a fucking cockroach. Oh, Cool. No, no, that's no, that's a that's a red herring. Adding in a post credit scene three months after the fact in a re-edit is telling us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> and that's and, and he's not in the business of telling audiences to go fuck themselves. 
dude playing Thanos, man. That's pretty fucking epic. Just saying. He, it is pretty he's, fucking he's pretty epic. Capable. It is pretty fucking epic. He's pretty However, capable. I think if there is anything that is important in that post credit scene after the re-edit, that Marvel are fucking morons. That immediately dismisses the genius of Kevin Feige because it has been three months since that premiered. It's an editing mistake. It's an editing thing that you didn't announce. You want people to watch your shit. You want money. That's the whole thing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, what, what, do you, <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just playing. He's a cryptic guy. I'm just playing. He's a cryptic guy. He is a cryptic guy. He is a cryptic guy. But nothing very cryptic about this ending here. That's with, not at uh, all. Yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. With- Pretty cut and dry, honestly. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, the, the, uh, the, Alligator or crocodile, whichever one it is. I'm not a fucking, you know, scientist. Were they I don't trying to make like a baby Yoda? Were they trying to make an icon? Uh, here? No, no. I saw something about it. No, I saw something about it. They're like they're animal versions of the of like the the like Norse gods or whatever Norse in gods. the comics. Yeah. Um, and it, and it talked about an apparently, uh, yeah, apparently there's like a. Uh, um, there was like some news that apparently there might be a fucking frog ver- version of Thor in Thor Love and Thunder, and everyone was like, "There's no fucking way that happens." Like some news because I saw something about it. Some news came out about it because there's a fucking comic book character named Throg, and it's a frog Thor. That's the best thing I've ever heard in Agreed. my life. Agreed. And, like, news came out about it a while ago, I guess, saying, like, they might have a fucking frog Thor. And everyone was like, no way they introduce animal god. Like, they're not doing it's that. possibility now. And in the fact that there's a fucking crocodile Loki means they're, like, if they don't include a fucking, a, if they don't include Throg, I'm gonna be so mad. I want a fucking frog Thor. Dude, but why is it only these four? You know? Like, there's only four. Well, I'm guessing the gator. Were, are we counting I, the gator? Yes, I'm of guessing. Course. What do you mean? Are we counting the gator? Like, My what does he do? Do you think he talks? Does he talk? Do you think no we open up and we just see a gator go? You know, talking. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, he can talk. Are you kidding me? Really. We've seen oh. crazier shit than an Are animal you... talking in Marvel. Yeah, I we've already so. seen an animal talk. We saw a fucking duck talk. And Rocket, the raccoon. And a main character is an animal. Yeah, but but Rocket is more like humanoid raccoon squirrel. You know, it's like... No, he's, he's cybernetic. It's, it's, he is cybernetic. He's, he's cybernetic, human-ish. but he's literally... No, but he's literally a raccoon. But like, he's not a humanoid human. raccoon. He is just a raccoon. I, I don't know. I, that's that just that stands on his hind I legs all the time. A tree that talk. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Trash panda. This just looks like a legitimate. Okay, but this thing, but this thing looks like a legitimate gator they just picked up out of Florida, and they just were like, "All right, like it's a legitimate <laughs> gator." Like this isn't like a CGI character. Well, it might be CGI. I don't know, but like it seemed real. You know. One. <laughs> One thing I do want to address is something you said at the very beginning, like only four of them. I don't think that's the case. I think these are the four that greeted him. Uh, I think there are far more Lokis. It's probably likely given the, uh, the way they said it's probably the most common variant. And if they prune variants, I imagine that relatively early on, one of the Lokis caught on and started telling them like, Hey, yeah, 
Come with me if you want to live. It's a but, it's uh, a, what's his name from Ragnarok? The the rock dude. I just can't remember his name. Hey, Porg. Hey, I'm I'm Porg. <laughs> Hi. Okay. I'm Porg. Let's join pile of rocks here. Let's talk about I, each of these. I'm thinking about starting a revolution. Do you want to join? <laughs> let's talk about the dude on the left. Got a hammer. At least uh, it that looks is. Like uh, a hammer. I think that one is. So I, I pulled up the article about the uh, about the animal gods that I'll I'll touch on in a second. But uh, I guess that one is named Boastful Loki. Really, Boastful Loki. Yeah. There's, oh, so there's, we're gonna see. There's classic I bet, I bet Loki. This dude speaks. So Asgardian, like in terms of like his presentation and stuff, and like he's going to be cocky as hell. Oh, he's going to yeah. be like four one Thor, but yeah. Loki. Yeah. So the, this... the names of them, according to this, according to this website, is classic and kid Loki's, along with so-called boastful Loki, and yes, a crocodile Loki. And what's outstanding is we're getting all these comic book truthful suits, like with classic Loki and yeah. Classic Loki looks so fucking goofy, and I love it. Yo, so goofy. It's like this guy couldn't ev- more evidently be in a Halloween costume. Yeah, he like, he looks he looks like the old like uh like nineteen sixty superhero that like yeah. he was like oh it, like oh I was I I starred in this superhero movie back in the sixties and I'm that now dude a, doesn't want to be there an old an old man that I'm still like I just I put on my costume I put on my costume one Patreon. more time just to see what it looked like. <laughs> That's dude, what no, I'm serious. Like I'm serious. That dude, the look on his face, he's like, I don't fucking want to be here. I don't give a shit about it. Like, I mean, they, would anyone want to be there? You. Huh? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and one of them's like, that's Loki. And he's like, you're Loki. Yeah, that's yeah. the, you're Loki. Wait, like, <laughs> you're, you're, no, I'm Loki. What? Where Loki? <laughs> <laughs> How's Loki? Who's Loki? One like, no one's ever asked. This, um, this frame is interesting. There's like so much background, but it doesn't reveal like anything. Like obviously, their Stark Tower or Avengers Tower looks pretty cool. You know, that's pretty recognizable. And there's this symbol. What is that symbol next to Boastful Loki's leg? You see that like yellow? It's like an O or a G or a zero. You see what I'm talking about? Leg. I'm looking. Which leg? Like uh, his his right leg. Uh, it's like in between a uh, power line thing and his leg. It's like a yellowish orangish. Oh, oh you really looking? Like a logo. I, I think that's just like a weird. I think that's just like a weird bush or something. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get anything out of this frame because yeah, I'm, well, I'm trying to look at it. And yeah, I don't. I don't think that's anything. Um, real quick, the the thing that talks about the the like animal mm. things. Apparently, um, recent rumors suggested the fi- the film will feature talking about Thor: Love and Thunder will feature appearance appearances of multiple variants of Chris Hemsworth, in of Chris Hemsworth's Thor, including a frog version of the God of Thunder known as Throg. Wow! Just go ahead and look up Throg. I want to. I want to see if it actually shows. I up. don't know if you guys recognize old Loki, classic Loki from anything. Recently, within the last couple of years, uh, just, he was in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker as the guy who was loyal to Palpatine, who got blown out of the window at the end. Oh yeah, okay, wow, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Throg I just need you guys amazing. to look up Throg Throg Marvel. Colton, you need to look Throg up too. Is I'm doing it now. Amazing. This is if honestly, I might change my wallpaper. 
to uh, throw. If if we oh. like now that now that the now that the options there, if we don't get a fucking throg, I'm gonna be disappointed. There are so many characters that that Loki has led me to discover that I want things from. The fact that this is oh a, has existed. God, I love throg. Yeah. The fact that this is has existed I shit, and I haven't. No, I'm about not it. capping with you. I just got goosebumps looking at throg. And he's a fucking frog. <laughs> wow, a YouTube a frog set to appear in Loki. According to new merchandise Lego leak. That's how Lego. they got it. They always be leaking oh shit. Oh my god. That's probably real then. Like Yo, that's probably legitimate. Throg has Throg has a like an actual name. Simon yeah. Walterson. Yeah, he's a fucking dude. Walterson? Simon? Walterson. Oh my god, he has a fucking human form? What? He found he a witch. Into... He, got tur- he got cursed to turn into a fucking frog? And was given the Still name worthy, Puddle Gulp. His name, after turning Puddle into Gulp. a frog, was Puddle Gulp. <laughs> Guess what his hammer is called? What? What, what? is his hammer called? It's a mule near, it's frog near. <laughs> Literally on the on the <laughs> fandom wiki weapons Frognir, a silver of a sliver of Mjolnir, which transformed into a miniature version of Mjolnir, granted the granted Puddle Gulp the powers of Thor. Okay, wow, so I just need to read you guys this sentence. He he met other frogs, was accepted into their clan, and was given the name Puddle Gulp. Puddle Gulp aided King Glugwart during the frogs' war with the rats. Time. Dude, I need to find this comic book run. I am what so the, looking into it. How fucking high were the writers of this comic book? <laughs> Apparently it's this Thor sounds like 364. Fucking, this sounds like a fucking fever frog. dream. February 1986. Or yes. Mighty Thor Volume 2, number 700 in October 2017. Thor? 2017! Thor? We've got an update on, on freaking... I got another sentence to read you. Thor wow. and Puddle Gulp arrive in time to drive off Ratso. Fuck yeah, dude! I love Marvel. I've, I but, uh, I don't I don't think I've ever like seriously like considered going out and buying like just buying a comic because I'm not a huge comic until reader until today. I I, I want to buy that fucking comic. Are you kidding I me? I need Throg. I need Throg in my life. He's only in two. Only in two. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. You have anything else to say about this Loki episode? I don't. I don't think we can top it. We talked about fucking Throg. That's true. Uh, I just want to have my closing statement be a little sus. The Soul Stone kind of isn't there. Might just be because it's a rare one and no one really gets it. Thanos was kind of the only one to ever get it, and you know, really, so uh, that we know of. But uh, kind of sus. Maybe, uh, maybe we're not done with the stones. Who knows? Maybe we're not. Maybe. Done. Maybe, maybe not. We we did get Wanda with the Mind Stone a little bit, you know, like, kind of. She's been imbued with the power of the Mind Stone, apparently, uh, which is just wild. But, uh, fuck, man. It was a good one. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, obviously, I have my fair share of criticisms, uh, and you'll hear, you're, you'll hear more of that in the next 50 minutes. All of them completely but, uh, unfounded. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it was a good one. Miles, any last thoughts? Uh, last thoughts. Um, so, you know, I've said it before. I've made a couple threats before. In my life, I've made a couple threats towards Disney. Once or twice. Disney, if I don't get fucking Throg, I swear to God, Disney, 
I swear to God. That's all I have to say. Throg will be the death of Disney. Throg? Throg? Listen, lack of Throg will be the death of Disney. But here's the thing. I will. This is how it plays out in my head. Throg gets uh, cut on, on on the cutting floor of Thor, Love and Thunder, of Loki. He doesn't make it. Throg's a real being, though, so we're gonna go get Throg. And we're gonna take Throg, and we're gonna have Throg, uh, just put lightning down, just bah, 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 all over Disney campus. And just, and and just be like, this is his revenge. This is Throg's revenge. Uh, let's just, this is the plan. Hundreds of thousands of Throg on, on campus. You know what? Optional, optional. You know what? If, If Disney, if you decide, I'll give you some leeway. If you decide not to give us a Throg and Thor Love and Thunder, I will also accept a Throg solo movie. <laughs> One of the two. Also a trilogy. Take your pick. I will also accept as a pet Throg. Mm. Yeah. But Well, of course. Uh, no, no, no. Whenever he's your pet, he he'll go by Puddle Gulp. He's Throg whenever he's off saving the world in his in his free time. It's like Perry the Black. I wanna be I wanna be Throg's sidekick though. Well, you will be, but I'm saying like whenever – at that point, you're you're his sidekick. But whenever he's your pet, you know him yeah. as Puddle Gulp. No, hold up. The funniest Obviously. part of this entire episode was when Miles just went, well, you will be. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You're no, it really was. Just because it was like me going on about how I'm going to be Throg's sidekick and we're going to have fun. And you were like, well, you will be. Like it was Of like, course. Like, well, like naturally. Of course that's naturally. like you just you just took it in such stride that it didn't even phase you and i loved it but uh (laughs) this was the penny bloom podcast i was colton robertson and i was joined by joseph george thank you very much buddy wow what an episode what a pod one of one of the more fun ones i'd say we've ever had thanks to throg (laughs) yeah kind of disappoints i missed you kyler i'm sorry we didn't talk about you before um i was gonna i I was gonna get to it i I missed you. We missed you, man. And we also missed Tillman. Uh, unfortunately, neither of them could join us uh, for for tonight's episode. Tillman being a bouncer at a nightclub and uh, Kyler being a professional athlete. Um, I thought, oh, I thought he's in the MLB. Yeah, we're and, friends and with some pretty NBA. cool people, okay? He's in the MLB and the NBA. So, uh, and just, the NFL. Just, all three just sports look in, all at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just look into him. His name is uh, 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 Kyler Barnett. Uh, we were also joined by Miles Buttress. Thank you very much. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. Um, be happy to join you anytime. Maybe, uh, maybe next week, even. Maybe, yeah. Perhaps maybe. next week. Perhaps. But uh, mayhaps. I I just got to say, go to Patreon.com/slash/CoRealBloom, where you will find. Uh, over 11 hours of exclusive content, including a uh, half an hour intro on the front of this where we discuss uh, a great many things. And it is a <laughs> a joy, frankly. Uh, it's always fun there. Not uh, I don't even we talk we a talk lot about, about weed. A lot okay, about weed. That's right. I th- Listen, Throg cleared my mind of all conversations I've had. Throg, Throg is cleansing. Yeah. Throg is good. <laughs> I'm not going on a, on a juice cleanse. I'm going on a Throg cleanse. The only the only media I will intake is pictures of Throg. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Again, this was Loki's Losers, the Penny Bloom Podcast. And remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Throg.
throg, 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome in for a special edition to Loki's Losers. I am again joined by Aurora Carter. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I can't wait for this session. <laughs> oh, I am so ready. This was such a good episode. Uh, lots of twists, lots of turns, and uh, this will be placed in the same spot as last week at the at the end of the episode. So we will have had that scene by scene discussion already in the past. So feel free, whatever you feel like you want to talk about, hit me with it. I'm ready. I'm just happy that. I was kind of right on my theory of them doing a Iron Man three Mandarin thing with the yeah. timekeepers. Yeah, <laughs> well, and was like, I, there's so many influences there. It's like you got the Iron Man three, which is the most relevant MCU parallel, but then you got the Wizard of Oz, like the the veil there. Like it's like, uh, and and I don't know how familiar you are with Star Wars, but this whole scene in that room with the timekeepers was just like straight out of the Last Jedi, uh, Star Wars episode <laughs> eight, like uh. It was just spot fucking on, but yeah, you were right. You, uh, you definitely, you definitely got that right. I, uh, and it has, it has been a theory that we've been floating around for like, not that, not specifically the Iron Man three tie, but it was kind of clear that something with the TVA is fishy. Uh, these timekeepers sound kind of bullshit. Like there's just like, there's not enough about them that sounds feasible. It's yes. It, and I, I, I hate to say it, it, it does. Their system draws a lot on, I feel like, real life religions, uh, in terms of the, just the, having the faith that, you know, they're <laughs> up there. They're doing their thing. Yep. Uh, it was, uh, I'm, I'm glad to see them have torn that down now because with two episodes left, we really are about to be like, we're about to find out. Like, we're, we are definitely about to learn what's going on up there. Yeah, I'm like you said, there was so many things in this episode that was like mind blowing. Did we also get confirmation of when um Morbius was saying, Oh, we deal with Kree, Titans, which the externals are like, you know, part yeah. of I believe the Titans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and did he also say vampires? Is that is canon to like Blade? Yeah. Well we're about to get uh a, a reinvigoration of Blade. Yes. With uh, with Mahershala Ali, which yeah. I am very, very excited for. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we've got confirmations that vampires already exist. It's not like something that's going to happen and vampires all of a sudden, and that makes sense, you know, <laughs> vampires already exist. That's kind of the idea. Mm -hmm. There's this there's this line of thought in one of the Rick and Morty episodes where uh, Rick's like, well, it's probably a vampire and one of the one of the characters goes, vampires are real? And he's like, yeah, they've existed in literature for hundreds of years. Surprise, surprise. Vampires are real. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, just, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, like, that's that's a great confirmation. I'm very excited for uh, the future of the vampires in the saga. We're about to get a we're actually about to get another movie in the Sony Marvel realm, like in the Spider-Man universe. I think that one is Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Yes. That looks amazing, by the way, but um... it, it really does. And also, it is interesting that you say the, you know, that you cited that line, the Titans, uh, Kree and vampires thing, because there is a discussion we had on the pod last week, the uh, the with the other three guys that 
we were like, so does this mean that humans deal with humans and there's like in theory a scroll TVA dealing with scrolls like in a different sect of this whole infinite seeming thing? And apparently, no, we just happen to have nothing but humans here. Uh, and I'm sure we'll probably get into a reason, mm-hmm. but I'm very interested in seeing what that reasoning is. Cause like last week we were convinced like humans work for humans, Titans work for Titans, Cree work for Cree and so on and so forth, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it, it appears that that's no longer the case. And therefore the TVA is simply comprised of humanoid beings. Or, and not just humanoid beings, because Kree and Titans are humanoid. Straight up yeah. humans. So <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what the actual reason is there. Uh, I can't wait for that revelation there. And that won't be a revelation or anything. It'll just be kind of like, yeah, that's, that's why. Uh, I'm really... Like, even though, like, on our session, Joe's not here, but part of me wish he was just so I could be like, there was no Infinity Stones. That's no Infinity Stones. That's no more. <laughs> I know. And here's the thing. Like, I, I listened back to last week's episode literally <laughs> today at work. And just to see, just coming off this new episode, you know, what were we right about? What did we do? And by the end of it, they had me convinced Infinity Stones had to be involved. Uh, and it was just because I'm, I'm in, I'm in a vacuum where they're telling me that I didn't believe that coming into it. Uh, but I am, I am very glad that that's not the route. Uh, and hopefully it remains not the route. Um, we came up with all these, we came up with all these theories like Loki has a time stone. He's not worried because he'll just turn back time. He actually has a fully intact tempad. He just used an illusion. None of that. Loki's dumb. Sylvie's a little dumb. They got, they, they were just almost about to die. That's it. Uh, was the thing. <laughs> they, they were, they were definitely going to die. Uh, yeah. What does interest me though, about that very fact that they were going to die. Aren't, isn't the thing supposed to be that with apocalyptic events, it doesn't matter what happens, that no variance energy will be detected. They're all about to die. So why, when they have that moment, does the variant energy spike? It it doesn't make a whole ton of sense to me. Uh, just because, like, if they were if they were really about to die, that wouldn't have happened. I'm so bewildered as to what that means, or if that's just kind of a hole that we're supposed to look past, because that's like the point of why they've been to apocalypses. Is that that was the whole reasoning? It. Yeah, no variant energy detected. Yeah, but now we're seeing that these two, and like, is it just that this cosmic connection they've made is so powerful that it didn't matter, or is it just, or is it that hole that, that I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, or it could just be that two bisexuals became straight. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> it's, I, also fascinating to me. Uh, I was thinking about this more listening to our conversation from last week about Loki being gender fluid. And I realized people gave Marvel too much credit for that. Uh, Definitely. Like this was not the introduction of an actual like someone who identifies as gender fluid. It is someone who exists in multiple realities as a man or a woman. Doesn't mean that our Even Loki alligator. Is- 
Yeah. Yes. It doesn't mean that our Loki identifies as gender fluid, you know? So I, I'm still, I'm still, we're yet to have that character in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just still bombed. I was, I was about to bring it up because we are headed that way now. It's like, no doubt that's the route we're going. Like they are in love. Apparently. I hate uh, that so much. I, I know I some people like might like it, but I, I wish it was still like a brother. Like I really wanted that Steve and Natasha relationship where it's like, they always tease each other, but they don't actually fall. I would have love for that kinship between them two, but Oh, I would have, I would have, yeah. I mean, and it, it makes a degree of sense. You know, like they have expressly made a point to be like, Sylvie is not Loki. And to dismiss that, to dis- dismiss her in saying that is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like she's mm-hmm. like, I think it's supposed to be something of a sexuality allegory. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're kind of banking on the fact that you won't be like she can't love who she loves you know what i'm saying like it's like uh but they are variants of the same person and it's like it it, it gets uncomfortable but you do have to you have to let it you have to let it roll off your back like you have to change your perspective enough or accept it enough that it's like okay i just need to keep in mind sylvie is sylvie Sylvie is not a different version of Loki. Uh, even though that's how she is been presented to us through the TVA and stuff, I think it's clear that we we start this episode with her as a child getting taken by the TVA. Yes. Her very being born as a woman made made her fundamentally different than the Loki we know. Like it's like these aren't the same people. They have not had the same experiences. And I think that's just supposed to be enough. Like, you're supposed to be like, all right. However, I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the supposed love has been earned at all. Like, last week, sure, they connected, but on a very surface level. Then all of a sudden, at the beginning of this episode, they're, like, looking deeply into each other's eyes. And I get, like, this is the end. They think they're about to die. There's probably a whole flash of emotions that comes with that, but it's like it's too it's all right. very complicated. It's yes, it's all very complicated because like I'm with Loki looking at Sylvie and going, "This is someone who sees sees the world the same way I do. This is someone who I know how they're feeling here. Like they have different experiences, but they probably have similar." thought processes you know just being who they are the god and goddess of mischief Mm -hmm. so like him looking to someone and relating to someone for probably the first time because he felt alienated on asgard he felt like he could be the ruler of midgard like it's like he's never felt like he had an equal i can i can see him looking at sylvie and seeing that but not falling head over heels for her after meeting her for 30 minutes like it's not like (laughs) He's a he's a narcissist, but here's the thing: she's not similar enough to him for him to see himself in her. Like it's like it's weird. I don't know. I I, I think 
that it's just not that good. And I'm like, I'm very, I, I don't want to say that, you know, like, cause I love, I love where the show has been heading, but it appears we're headed in a route that just feels quick. They love story. Don't seem genuine to me. It's, it's not like, and oh, oh, so many Marvel fans are not going to like this, but I am so like Loki phobic towards that whole relationship because I understand we post to separate and people, this is coming from a trans person, so do not try to cancel me, but <laughs> we, okay, we understand because I try to look at Sylvie the way I would look at if I was a cis person looking at a trans person, like, okay, you uh, keep, you know, like, you obviously identifying that you're not a, a Loki, but you, oh my God, this is, oh, this is, oh, this sounds so bad coming from me. But like, you no, are. That's the thing though, is that like, yeah, that's, like, that's the thing is that like, they're banking. Like I was, I was thinking, like I was thinking at work today, I was like, I think Sylvie might be like a trans allegory. Like they're trying to give you a story that resonates similarly to a trans person's without giving you a trans person's story. Like, it's like they're trying to tell you, you know, she was born in a way that people like she was supposed to be a man. She's a woman. Like, it's like, and that's, that's, that's dandy. I, I, I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's been executed perfectly though. Like it's, no. it just, Like Loki, even though we still separating, like in my mind, I see I they did it kind of well to Sylvie, in my opinion, that I just see her as Sylvie and not a Loki. But still, sure, for sure, yeah. When you look at it, she still, you know, is, had the Loki um, crown, and she's as Guardian, and their colors are exactly the same. And it, you can't help it but kind of seeing that Loki is so full of himself and so much for his self-love that he was bound to fall in love with someone that was and here's the him. thing is that like at least they had Mobius call him out for it like at, like at least they were like oh my fucking god are you kidding me that's so narcissistic <laughs> of you you're so lame like they, they really they really went there with it they were like okay we know what people will say we've got to insert someone saying what they will you know what I'm saying? And I, it, it's so, it's, it's a really complicated one. And I'm hoping that it just gets fledged out more. And I'm hoping that after this next episode, even maybe, or no, we won't, it won't be after this next episode because Loki's in a different fucking universe. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, we're not going to get them expanded upon. One of the things that also bothers me is I can see Loki falling in love with Sylvie. I don't really get why Sylvie would have fallen in love with Loki at this point. I, uh, yeah. Like, it's like, I, and I just went on about how I can't really see how Loki did either. However, I can see him falling in love with her more than I can see her falling in love with him. And at the end there, where Loki grabs her by the shoulders and he's like, this is all very new for me. Uh, and she's like, what? What? I don't think she was exactly. It didn't seem like she was exactly reciprocating, in my opinion. Like this, mm -hmm. I, the way I want to look at it, and the way I thought they would go, is that Loki feels such a strong connection 
or such a such a kinship and bond to this person that he simply doesn't know how to express it any other way other than a romantic love you know uh and i'm hoping that's the route they still go with sylvie going oh like no not quite you know like that i i i appreciate you and you are awesome i i i kind of want to see loki get shut down and i like i don't I agree because I wanted, I feel like Sylvie had to, like, like you, like you said earlier, she was like a little kid, a little, a young girl. And she was going, like, she's a grown woman now. And her, like, she look, I'm not gonna say like she's mid age, but she's older than us. But she is is mid thirties, you know, like that, 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 that's a comfortable age to put her at. And she had to to survive all these years with no guide, learn how to use her powers with no guide. I'm not saying that Loki had a guide, but like his mom, you know, kind of helped him out. And I feel like she would look at Loki like, I had to go through all this hardship. You kind of really didn't have to go through things that I had to go through because my this is still literally grew up in apocalypses. It's like, (laughs) here's the thing. I, I, People like I don't want to make this sound like like every everybody deserves love, but if there's anyone who doesn't know how to love, it's someone who grew up in apocalypses. Like it's like I I just don't think, and maybe that's the reason that she would fall in love is that like she's probably literally never made a connection with anybody because of that, uh, which I guess I hadn't considered, but. I don't know. It's just we need more of Sylvie's character because, like, mm-hmm. all we've gotten is we know her backstory. She lived in apocalypses and wanted to destroy the TVA. She's a little like Loki. Yes, and and I really feel like, but I really don't think that Sylvie's going to shut Loki down because of Loki's death. Well, death before we saw the credits. Of course, the credit scene. It, it, I was just—it felt like I was watching Wanda and Vision. Like it was just like, oh, well, and like I, even the imagery, like it was like spot on. The way the way Wanda looked up his Vision as he faded away, it was the exact same shot almost. Like it was, uh, it was pretty spot on. But here's the thing: I was confident that you know she was going to shut it down. Uh. Here, hold on. I'm looking up an article that I read after I watched the episode. Okay. This is from Mm Marvel.com, an interview with Michael Waldron, the writer of the series. Loki, inside the decision to have him, quote, fall in love with another version of himself, end quote. All the confirmation you need. That's what the story is going to be about. Like, uh... This was this was what Michael Waldron had to say. That was one of the cruxes of my pitch, that there was going to be a love story. We went back and forth for a little bit about it. Like, do we really want to have this guy fall in love with another version of himself? Is that too crazy? But in a series that, to me, is ultimately about self-love, self-reflection, and forgiving yourself, it just felt right that the, that, that would be Loki's first real love story. A rushed one? And you- <laughs> Well, you know, I appreciate the comment about self-love, self-reflection, and forgiving yourself. But here's the thing. 
You can have it one way or you can have it the other. They can't both be the same people and different. You know, like I, I don't I get, see I get that. You. Like it's like you can say, oh, it's all about self-love and self self-reflection and forgiving yourself. But there's also a quote later on from uh, Kate Heron, who is the uh, director of the show. Let me see if I can find that. Who's a better match for Loki than himself? The whole show is about identity. It's about him, and he is on a very different path. He is on a different journey. He sees things in Sylvie that he is like, oh, I've been there. I know what you feel. But she's like, well, I don't feel that way. And I think that was kind of the fun thing about it. She is him, but she's not him. They've had such a different life experiences. So just from an identity perspective, it was interesting to dig into that. But that doesn't make sense because y'all wrote it in a way and treated her personality and her character development to be separate from Loki. She's nothing like him. She's not incompetent like him. So how so it's like, how is this about self-love? How is it about self-reflection and forgiving yourself? Like, frankly, they should have began the story with her being a different variant, just a variant trying to take down the TVA, in my opinion, she yes. should not have been a different variant of Loki. No, you know, like it's like she very well could have just been a variant enchantress. It's like, uh, but then you get the whole complicated thing, like where's she been the whole time? Like what's what's going on here? Like it's she just wasn't written yet. That's the explanation. Uh, I don't know. I just think I think that they really really have some heavy lifting to do in these back two episodes for me to appreciate this but uh, that's no way because it's so but loki's on a different plane and that's so there's so many things that's going to happen in these last two episodes first of all we're going to get a backstory with what's the judge name again i forgot ravona renslayer i was gonna call her ravona okay <laughs> but ravona. we definitely are going to get a backstory with her Definitely. Like, I really feel that. Yeah, I think we're I think it's safe to guess that we'll probably even kick off next episode like that. Not like a backstory, but her from the TVA going up to like the higher ranks like that. Well, yeah, because we see that she has worked her way there. We saw that she was the hunter who brought Sylvie in for the first time, Mm -hmm. which is fascinating. It's it's even crazier seeing how the, you know, time works. Sylvie's been gone for years. She's all growing up and Judge Renslayer, you know, same person. You know, it's like. But wouldn't they say that Sylvie been going around these apocalypses for like a thousand and something years? Because, you know, as as guardians, as they age, that means she had to be going through this for a while. Like, there's a, yeah, there's a the distinct possibility. Well, and here's the thing, too. I don't completely understand the Asgardian aging thing. Is it like they grow up like at the same rate as we do? They just happen to live their 20s and 30s a lot longer than we do? I don't uh, know. It's so confusing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got to guess. I got to guess they just like grow at the same rate we do, and then they just stay there for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it'd be it'd be shitty if it was like kind of like Yoda how comic movie. books age their characters. Yeah, it'd be shitty if it was like a Yoda Star Wars thing where he was going to be a baby until he was like 200 and then they like, and then they start to sprout. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, so I'm going to guess it's like that. And with that information, with that idea, it could have been 25, 30 years ago that Sylvie got, you know, removed from the timeline. It could have been 
three thousand. Like it's like it could it could literally be any time. Uh so I am interested to see if we get like, you know, a Sylvie Age confirmation maybe, like or is she at the point where she's like, I've lived outside of time for so long, I don't even actually know how old I am. Like Yeah. I I just don't know. It's it it is fascinating to think about. And then also see I'm kind of confused how the the writer the writers were kind of like working the characters how what feel we supposed to get with them. Like I understand you want the characters to not get a feel too quick, but it seemed like so many characters have so many different personalities it's hard to like understand. Like with Sylvie with the whole Loki connection and then also Ro- Rovina, is that what you said? Ravona. Ravona. Like she obviously felt remorse when Mobius died. And then she it seemed like she wanted to kind of die when Sylvie was about to prune prune her. And then like when she was talking about so- Sylvie in the elevator, how she kind of like had this sinister or whatever, a creepy smile. It just seemed like what, she, what, how, what pick a side. Yeah. And here, my thing on Ravona in this episode, I got it like, Especially there at the end, you know, she had Mobius pruned, which, encouragingly enough, as soon as that happened, I went, oh, okay, so pruning doesn't mean people are dead. Like, I I, I didn't think Mobius was dead here, and I still don't think he is. He went to a reality for Mobiuses, uh, for pruned Mobiuses. But, you know, seeing her reaction to that, and then her asking Sylvie, like, or telling Sylvie, do it, when she threatens to prune her, I think that was more like for the love of God, kill me before I have to tell you things, you know, like, it's like, (laughs) like, don't torture me into giving you information, please. Like, I'd rather you kill me so that I don't have to face the wrath of whoever is above me. But that's, that's the way I interpreted it. Yeah. Because I think that she kind of knows that pruning, you kind of get sent to a reality that I don't know if she knows this, but she probably does know that you kind of don't die. It's so hard to tell what Ravona knows. It's like, does she have a blind faith? Did she think the timekeepers were real? Uh, before they got their heads chopped off, it didn't seem like that. She didn't seem too bewildered. She didn't seem shocked because if she didn't know that the timekeepers weren't real, she probably wouldn't have pruned Loki. Like she would have been like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, that was a robot. I mean, an android this whole time." What? That's a good point. Yeah, she probably <laughs> did. She she probably knew. Uh. However, there are still so many things that we don't like for her to have pruned Mobius and had that reaction. I think she thinks pruning means you're done. Uh, and I think there's only one way to you're find right. out. I think there's only one way to find out pruning doesn't mean that. And it's when you get pruned, you know, it's like. And I am interested, like. With Mobius having been pruned, are we going to find a Mobius in reality by himself or are we going to find a Mobius in reality with a bunch of Mobiuses who have come to the revelation that they are from the sacred timeline? Like, I would love to see a dumb and dumber version of him wherever he goes. Oh, wouldn't that be outstanding <laughs> if it was just like he just it's just a bunch of I want to hear just like a sea of wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I want to see him from every, every time one of them pops up, they just in unison. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking of that because I was 
side note, because I was watching Armageddon and he was in it. I want him, if they ever go to space to get where he was, I want him to say, wow, we didn't even get the outer part of space. This is the, the beginning part of space. Like, I would love for him to say, it would just be so funny. I saw a post that was like, uh, this is what Mobius is waking up to in his pruned reality. And it was like Lightning McQueen and his character from Night at the Museum. Like, it was was just a bunch of different versions of Owen Wilson's characters. (laughs) He was Lightning McQueen. Oh, my goodness. I forgot all about that. Fucking hillbilly hell. (laughs) Oh, man. So, So all these people that got pruned... Are they also going to explain, like, cause I'm pretty sure they pruned a lot of people. So are they going to explain, like, where all these different prisons are or wherever they are? <laughs> I think they might be banking on the idea, like, the multiverse is infinite. Like, it's like, this shit doesn't end. They go somewhere on their own. Like, it's like, I don't know that we'll get a ton of explanation as to where they are. Also interesting was the background of that last shot. Uh I thought like on first watch it was like a like a castle in ruins because like Avengers really Tower. Attention. Yeah. But I saw Avengers Tower and I was like, wait a second, this isn't a castle in ruins. This is stuff from their realities, I think. Like I, I don't I think whatever gets pruned, like whenever they reset a timeline, say the stuff they make disappear pops up wherever that that person is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember how we watched the, at the beginning, the toys Sylvie was playing with get pruned away. Yes. I think there's a chance that, like, that has happened to a different Loki while they were at Avengers Tower. Maybe that, maybe that Loki won. And they were like, oop. That can't happen. They just stepped right in, dropped a prune charge, and Avengers Tower is gone now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like. But that makes you think, like, what the hell did that Loki do to Avengers Tower that, that just made it have to go? Because he had to, whatever he did to it, he had to spend a lot of time to make, like, whatever changes he did, like, reset. Like, oh, man, it's so many qu- I have had so many questions about this show than I had about WandaVision. It's so, it's, that's it's so chaotic. That's what's wild is because everyone watching WandaVision was going, what the fuck is going on? Here's the thing though. I still understood it 10 times better than I understand anything happening in this. Yes. Like I had such a, a, a firmer grasp. I had an idea of where it could go at least to a point. I am officially out of ideas. Like, it's like, I don't have a theory to form about what I don't could have happen. Nothing. Like, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I can speculate about what's been going on in the background this whole time, who's in charge, all this. I don't know how Loki gets out of the reality he was in. I don't know what happened to Mobius and if he comes back or how that happens. The only thing I can speculate is that, you know, I think Sylvie will enchant Ravona. And literally, that's it right now. I don't have a a single other idea. And that one is obvious. (laughs) Like, this is the first... To me, it's like, this is the big Marvel project that I literally don't know. Like, I don't have nothing to go off. Like, I was watching fan theories about 
this episode, and this is only number four. And what well, we have like two more left. It's only like yeah. six total. Yeah. It's only six. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, like every other Marvel like like people was like, oh, this can happen, this can happen, this can happen. Literally every view I, I had about this was like, oh, just look at these Easter eggs. That's it. <laughs> he don't he don't have a theory. And other theories I've seen people just pulling out their ass. Like it's just Well that's the thing. Is that like and that's that's part of the fun of Marvel theories, is that like yeah. you do have you do have little to work with. And and but not always. Like it's like even in WandaVision, like they dropped more Easter eggs, I feel like. Like the uh like the colored things showing up in the black and white world and then the the beekeeper and stuff. It's like those are things you can speculate on. Yes, there aren't a lot of things in Loki that they are just presenting you like this is obviously off. It's just like the whole thing is obviously off. It's like there is something going on that we have no inclination of. I do. You, how do you feel about? Okay, now that we know that there was androids and. You know, maybe someone that was puppeteering them or controlling them was probably laughing so hard. That's why they was laughing when one got cut off. Like, it was like a mock laugh. Like, aha, you thought yeah, I was that's real. That's how I took it. For yeah, sure. like someone it was, was like making fun. It was like, like that aha. thing got its head cut off and he, and like that guy was like, ha ha, someone finally fucking figured out. Like, yeah, like, like wow. Holy shit. How did I keep this up for so long? <laughs> like, do you also have a feel that that person's also was like was using Miss Minute? Oh, like Miss Minute could be a part of it. Yeah, well, she has to be. Like, there's there's no way she doesn't tie in here because Loki having that interaction with Miss Minutes in the second episode. What are you? How do you work? What what's going on here? Like, I don't yeah. get it. Uh, I get the impression that her. Having been the one who was watching it all, she can see literally everything. And we saw in that first episode when she was like, and you're probably thinking, uh, what is this? How did I get here? You know, like it was something Loki had literally just said seconds before. I think whoever is vo not voicing Miss Minutes, but making Miss Minutes say the things she says also controlled the timekeepers. You know what I'm saying? It. <laughs> This show is just so big. Like, I'm so confused. I don't, I literally don't, it, it, it's, it's, the, it is well done, like, without the whole character dynamic between Loki and Sylvie, which is still a thing. But I'm just so in awe, and I do love the fact that, I'm, Colton, literally, I have nothing. <laughs> I'm just no, see, and that's where I'm at too. I'm excited to see, like, especially recording the uh, the the later part of the pod later. I I am so fascinated to hear what they have to say because they seemed they're talking shit in the group chat, like they've got a whole bunch of theories up their ass. I don't believe them yet. <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I, I don't think they have a clue either. And, uh, I, and if I'm, I'm ready to just be like, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Not, like, I, I mean, cannot like, I love wait. all theories. I, I love all theories. All of them are fun. <laughs> but sometimes they are frankly bad. 
<laughs> he said they talking shit in the group chat, but I'm like, it's, it, me too. <laughs> I be having some terrible theories, and it's like it's not a, it's not a knock. It's just that we play with what we've been dealt. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like whatever we can grasp, we'll try. And like we spent ten minutes talking about the building falling on Loki and how he might have the Time Stone or even all the Infinity Stones, and it's like that means nothing. He's just telekinetic. You know? <laughs> a very good at playing Legos telekinetic how he worked that building. But exactly. part of me I know this is a reach, but part of me feels like I f- not probably in this show, but I feel like Loki, if he does wind up you know, be come back to the MCU, like if he does wind up coming back to the MCU like fully not just in his TV show, but um, I feel like that we might get Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Loki possibly like meeting together. together. Like I, because they obviously are showing Loki can do a much more magical shit than we have seen him do. So it's not. I don't feel like they're going to show that without reason. Well, and I think you're right, and also I think we are a shoe in to have him introduced back into the MCU because. Here's the thing. You don't kill him in Infinity War. I had this take that, like, they're not going to kill him back to back. You know, like, you don't just put him in Infinity War and then kill him in Loki. You know, like, it's like... Well, they kind of You don't that do that. Division. But now that... They did do that to Vision. But they brought back White Vision. See, like, oh, they're, they're... Okay. They, they always got something. Well, they brought... Uh, well, Sylvie. Sylvie. Sylvie, but if they want to, if they want to like do that, I'm cool with it. But now we would have had them kill Loki in Infinity War, uh, pull a fast one on us in Episode Four. Like up to that point, you're kind of under the impression that pruning means people dead. So, like, I know as soon as that happened, I went, Whoa. you know, like, uh. No. And then I thought about it and I was like, okay, well, obviously pruning doesn't mean dead now. Uh, see, so I just don't see them killing him for a third time in two appearances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because they also play his death in Thor the Dark World, Infinity War. And, yeah. See, that might be the thing that like makes it like, we're doing it again. Like, it's like, I don't know if they fall back on that again. Like if they head fake us with like a dead Loki at the end of this, at the end of the series. And then he like pops up in multiverse of madness. I'll be pissed. If he dies at the end of this series, please keep him dead. Keep it's him like, dead. <laughs> we've done this seven times now or something like that. It's like this dude dies every day. I just don't want them to have a moment at the end of Sylvie. They finally kiss and stuff like that. And then he dies. And then Sylvie is pissed. I'm going to tell you right now. If what we saw in the second episode doesn't make any reality redline, like everything was fine, the sacred timeline was fine, and she bombed that shit, they made it seem like it was going to be like, Oh my god, this is infixable. It's completely out of ta- out of tack. And then we cut back to the TVA, and it was just fine. Uh, 
the thing that's going to descend the multiverse into madness is Loki and Sylvie kissing. Uh, but that's because also- because they teased they teased how close it would get when they had a romantic moment, and they saved them out of that. They're gonna reunite when Loki gets back. They're gonna make the fuck out, and lo- and that line is gonna spike to the red line. It's gonna be like, nope, multiverse and madness now. But he- <laughs> I love that so much, and I'm not gonna be offended by this. But won't that kind of be like a big fuck you to like the bisexual community? Because it's like you, like you, one hundred percent. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it does make okay. That does make sense to like make that spike. But I'm on the lines where like I really feel like bisexual people are gonna be like, so you confirmed that he is, she is, but a straight relationship did this. Like, what was the point of even putting that in there? Y'all could have just left that out. Like, it just seemed like no sense. <laughs> it's a big it's it's like it would be like another big fuck you on top of the like Loki isn't actually gender fluid fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like And and see I don't want to dismiss the bi a, a bi person's experience and saying they can't have a a a straight relationship like like cuz my girlfriend my my girlfriend is bisexual. You know yeah. like I I know that that can happen. Oh yeah, tr- yeah, totally however it is it is interesting that you would implement that into a story and then be like yeah these two are gonna fall in love yeah cause it's like you put that people it's like yeah we go i've seen people all oh, my facebook arguing about the i had someone that actually follows the norse religion heavily and they made a big debate about loki being that way like i've seen a, some debates about that and then just to reel back on it and then just be like okay these two bisexual characters are going to wind up being together. It's like, why did y'all put that in there? Like, for what? For fan service? For buy fan service? It's like... See, and that's the thing, <laughs> is that, like, if it, now, now it feels like pandering. Yes. It's like... It's like, it, it, it would have felt more genuine if they don't end up together. And maybe that is my biggest hang-up about the whole thing, mm-hmm. is that, like... I don't know. You te- you, uh, you didn't tease it. Like you didn't tease that like they were going to end up like cuz even last week me and you were talking about how we didn't think Loki was going to even have a love interest. Like he was done. He mm-hmm. was out. He wasn't going to have a guy romance. He wasn't going to have a girl romance. That just wasn't in the cards for him. Uh they've completely said fuck you to that by the next episode. Uh because <laughs> apparently him and Sylvia are in love. But so fast, but yeah. And see that that article more than anything pissed me off. It's a Mar- it's a Marvel.com article that says inside the decision to make Loki fall in love with another version of himself. And because like the writer is talking about it like that, I know that's the direction they're headed and it's not even one that was that evident yet. You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting. I don't I don't know if I like it. It's just so... I'm not saying, like, it's dumb. It's stupid. Like, if they would have a longer season, maybe even nine episodes, then it, you know, it could have been worked a little bit. But then, like, I would have liked it if... Yes, I would have liked it when they touched each other, that that Nexus event, like, something magical would ever happen to them to save them from that planet. Instead of the TVA coming in and arresting the fuck out of them, <laughs> you know, like 
I would have I would have bought that a little bit more. Like, wow, them just touching each other saved them from a whole apocalypse. Wow. But yeah, that's the thing yeah. is that like at this point, it has to be some sort of like for me to appreciate it, mythical connection. Yes. Like uh there was this thing in Star Wars, episode, like in the sequel trilogy with uh, the two main characters, Ray and Kylo Ren. They were a, quote, dyad in the force. Mm-hmm. And that is the best explanation for the relationship they had. It's just they are two who are one. Mythically, like they this was <laughs> prophesized, basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if you want to go that route with it, like there's some sort of weird Asgardian prophecy that's like the – that's gonna happen like i don't know it's like it's gotta be it's gotta be something of like epic proportions for me to believe that them holding hands and looking into each other's eyes caused that big of a spark and it's and it's just them being in love after knowing each other for a day and looking at the credit scene all of the other loki's was like male even the president loki in the or election loki in the trailer like the one that had the the badge and stuff they seem they all seem male and i'm like is sylvie the only woman but then again it sounds like a fuck you because you both put them both as bi and like so the whole thing y'all was leading towards was a straight relationship but y'all, that's it just seems so all over the place that's it's like, like what you was gonna it's say like, oh so loki is bi there's one female loki infinite male loki's and he falls in love with the female Loki. <laughs> like it's like I don't know. It's not a great look. It's like it, and I don't know. <laughs> I I it's it's tough, but it's still Disney. We're however, about. still Disney. We're talking about. See, and that's <laughs> the thing is that like we're talking about fucking like Bob Chapik or whatever the, the fucking CEO of Disney. It's like. This guy's not gonna, not gonna do anything that's gonna knock us on our asses. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna, it's probably gonna fall back on the usual. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. I, WandaVision was all about the nuclear fucking family. Uh, it was the nuclear family. Yeah, oh my god, it was. Two kids, a dog, and a husband and wife. Like, in a house with a white picket fence. And the husband, the wife. Oh my god, I didn't even think about it that way. Oh, Colton, ooh, ooh, you're gonna be trending for what you just said. <laughs> it's gonna be a canceled Disney moment in your name. It's gonna be... Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> oh, so and then Wanda go fall in love with White Vision. What? What? White Vision? White? White? <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! It's it's, it's, (laughs) and they try and they like tried to take a step in the right direction with the Falcon Winter Soldier, and I think for the most part, Mm -hmm. for the most part, they succeeded uh, in terms of what they had Sam Wilson be about and what he said, Mm -hmm. uh, and even uh, Isaiah Bradley's character talking about how you know like no self respecting black man would ever carry that Captain America shield. Yeah, uh, like that's some serious commentary. Like that—that's—that's that's some. Ser- However, you know who they still did wrong? The young black woman. Like it's like they—they they just killed off a revolutionary. 
Like, you killed off the leader of a revolutionary movement against the government. Damn. That's straight out of reality. Like, it's like... It's... it's Oh, Colt, he's going to be... Oh, oh, you... Oh... <laughs> a lot of, it's a lot of conservative undertones to Marvel shit. It's a lot of conservative that. undertones. A lo- it's Disney. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't make it obvious. They don't slap you over the head with it, but they oh, they goodness. insert enough enough stuff so you'll like. Well, of course, that character had to die. She was fight. She was fighting against the government. Of but, course, Wanda and Vision have the two kids and a family. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, that's just so much. I'm surprised that Sam Wilson became a Captain America at the end of this point, based on what you're saying. <laughs> it's just so like. And, and see, that's the thing is that like, I think that is phenomenal. Like yes. that, that was something that like, that is great. <laughs> Like when Black Panther it's- came out, I even had my white friends complain about this. They was like, "We are all, you know, Black Panther, yeah, but another cis white male guy from the CIA from America is on our side, and we're fighting." <laughs> it's it's just you have a white agent <laughs> of the state aiding Wakanda. however he was fighting against Eric Killmonger he was who who wanted the exact opposite of what the state wants (laughs) you know what I'm saying (laughs) vastly opposite at least that makes sense yeah at least that makes sense but it's like but Colton you just brought up so much conservative undertones and this stuff that I did not even think of. <laughs> well, like, what was wow. also, and I was going to, I was actually going to bring up black Panther because uh, obviously the movie ends in a, in a really, in a really good way with T'Challa opening the borders of Wakanda to the world and refugees and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of, uh, if they hadn't done that, it had been a little bit of a rough look though, because T'Challa had some pretty anti uh, immigration and, uh, opening their borders. Heavy anti-immigration, uh, yes. And in a time like 2018, when the movie came out, there was a, a reigning president who really agreed with that. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Mm, I'm glad they ended up going the route they did, obviously. So it, it dismisses that. But, like, still presenting these arguments. Is Disney as progressive as we think? <laughs> this is how we just look at I don't. I don't know. Have you ever I'm, seen I'm like, like the, I'm just posting about like fun at it, but still, it's just like what? Oh, you're going to be viral after this. I'm going to I post this so. everywhere. Oh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And oh, but also, I did. I watched this show called Love um Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Oh, Lovecraft County. County. Yes. The um the man is playing Cree. I mean no no not Cree. Um the Conqueror. Um what Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Majors. What is it what's his name? No, K- Kang. Kang. I was about to say Kong. Kang. 
the Conqueror and B fifth um no Hunter B fifteen. They was both in that show, and I just found it like funny, like how they're in this. I mean, well, not saying that he's going to yeah. be in it, but like she's right here, and it's like. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was you I was talking to last week when I was like, they finally found someone who might be able to keep a secret with Jonathan Majors being like, I have no idea what you're talking about to a oh, question was, about. Yeah, you were talking to uh, me and Joe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, I mean, I would he is a phenomenal actor. I would oh, love yes. to see him as a villain in the Marvel Universe. It'd be outstanding. Uh, I would also love to see him as a Green Lantern in DC projects. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would fit really Ooh, well. Uh, yeah, he could save the DC universe. It'd be pretty. It'd be pretty nice. <laughs> it'd be pretty nice. Uh, but Warner Brothers has a whole slew of issues on their own, away from uh, like even more evidently than Disney. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but man, I I don't have I don't have anything else to say about this episode. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, there are obviously a lot of critiques to have with it. Uh doesn't take away from the fact that it was it was still a fun watch uh and i look forward to what whatever they've got coming at us in these last two episodes what about you aurora closing thoughts um no the only thing i really want them to really explain is the crocodile alligator loki i would love for them to explain that that's a whole thing for me but i love the fact that i come after you guys broke everything down i just come at the end this fun and poking holes at stuff that you know yeah i love it i love it well like that's why i like talking to you and setting it up for post show because it's like it's a lot more fun to just back and forth off Mm -hmm. you uh so thank you thank you again for joining us on loki's losers uh this was the penny bloom podcast i was colton robertson i was joined by aurora carter thank you again thank you so much it was a pleasure. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, head to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Bloom, where uh, you'll find over like 11 hours of exclusive content at this point, which has only been heard by like four people, which is pretty cool. Not a lot of people, but uh, you could be a part of a very exclusive club. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.